do it. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? About nothing and everything all at once I am one of those melodramatic bulls Neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it Sometimes I give myself the creeps Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me it all keeps setting up I think I'm cracking up And am I just paranoid? Am I just stuck? You know, Flies wasn't having a good day. No, he was not. He was being gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only sane one there. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Anakin drove me nuts in this episode. Oh, yeah. I hate that fucker. It was a very frustrating episode. Yeah, indeed it was. But uh, Merry uh, Late Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's the 26th today, so it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to episode 112, give her a listen because the numbers are flopping. And I'm assuming that's <laughs> probably due to the holiday the and holiday a lot of people season. probably listen on their work commute and yeah. stuff. So they're down a little bit. I mean, it's like half of what they normally are. Yeah. But it's only been out a couple days. Yeah. It's also Christmas. So I I'm know not, I'm not playing too, too yeah. much into it. I'm just saying it's a good one. Yeah. So what's going on here? How was your Christmas? Uh, not too bad. Uh, you know, we, as we mentioned in the previous episode, I stopped by mom's early. Yes. And got the cantina. So that was your main gift, I'm assuming. Yeah, but then it was it was some good stuff. Golf Mike came through in the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> Golf Mike got he, he I don't know. He must have been at like Hobby Lobby or something. Yeah. Because he got like this package that was like five Star Wars portraits, <laughs> and they're like. 12 by 12 a couple of them then there's a bigger one that's like 16 by 24 and they're framed and everything so i gotta find a place golf mike golf mike is a solid cat oh yeah and he also gave me a card that said this card is good for um carpet installation heading into the basement so he's gonna rip up the the carpet golf mike's going all in that is a huge project too yeah he's gonna rip up the carpet on the carpet on the stairs and he's going to install some new carpet. Carpet on the stairs? Yeah. Like, my dad does flooring. I know what a bitch stairs are when it comes to carpet, too. I installed carpet one summer for about two weeks. I fucking hated it. Yeah. It sucks, it's man. It's not fun work. No. Uh, ripping it up is fun, like cutting it out. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> rip it out of there. But no, it's not fun otherwise. Yeah, speaking of which, I got to get Golf Mike's uh, buddy's number because... Yeah, that guy, that guy rules, too. He just randomly showed up to, like, check on his work one day, and he was, like, observing it. Yeah, he was, like, out front yeah. when I pulled up. Yeah, I, was I was like, like what hi. is he doing He's like, here? Oh, hi. Hey, how's it going? Um, but, yeah, so that was uh, Mom's. Uh, how was your Christmas? We'll get to Dad's in a second. Good, good. Uh, like, main gift from my dad and uh, stepmom was a, like, a big gas fire pit in okay. the backyard. Oh, one of those, like, bowls? Yeah, like a huge kind of like round like yeah. gas fire pit. We have like a hole in the backyard that we can like chuck wood in to have a fire, but this is like a nice one. So okay. I want to get a, just a literal hole. Yeah, you dig. A, that's how you 
you dig well, a fire. Well, I know, but pit. you have. But did they have like a? Do you have like a pit? Do you have like anything formal there, or was it just a fucking hole in the ground? No, I mean, they, like Brie they'd and, lay cement or anything. Brian, Brian, and I wanted to like have a fire earlier this summer. And yeah. Previously, it was like they just put rocks in a circle, and like that's where their fire pit was, but they didn't even dig anything. So they didn't lay any cement or anything like no, that. No. no, but in the the place they had the fire pit was like almost under a tree so it just didn't make sense so we filled yeah i mean that you get one. a you start a fire yeah i know <laughs> so we filled that one and like went over and dug a new one like further away from the tree yeah um but this this pit that they got us or this fire pit is very nice it's like propane but it belongs on like a deck so that's uh. why i need golf mike's buddy's number oh you got to get that deck run, going run some deck numbers <laughs> Well, it's probably cheaper to do it uh, Golf Mike's buddy number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. I don't know how much a deck would fucking cost. I it's wonder how... Be a, especially so, with wood and just supplies right oh, now. Oh, it's very expensive. Yeah. But if Golf Mike is slowly trying to buy your love, I'm wondering how I can be brought into the fold as well. Well, maybe my mom wants to adopt you. We're a package deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's... Uh, well, welcome to the clone cast. Yes. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. And what we do here is I can't swear anymore because there might be people listening. What? Oh, I'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> what we do here is we watch The Clone Wars chronologically. Uh, we're on episode 113 now. Um, what that, that was a fumble. We're on season four, season six, episode four. Yes. There we go. Orders. But it's episode 113 of The Clone Cast. Correct. Uh, orders. So that's what we're going to be reviewing here. But first thing we do is we just bullshit for a bit. Oh, I just swore. Damn it. <laughs> well, 20 to 40 minutes. Okay, so I was at dad's. Second was dad's. Yeah. So is that my stepsisters? Um, so it was my stepsister, her husband, um, their f- two kids, and then her two kids from a previous marriage. Um, they're closer to our age. Um, and then me. Um one of the girlfriends of one of the younger ones, who's like 18 now, um, my dad and my stepmom. That was who was there. And we're sitting there, and it's it's fine. It's good. you know. But as we're sitting there opening gifts, my dad starts being like, why don't you tell everybody about your pod thing, your poddles, <laughs> your, your YouTubes? You know? And I was like, no, let's not talk about the podcast. And the 18-year-old was like, no, no, look, let me know, you know? He, like, listens to fucking Joe Rogan. Like, God bless him. <laughs> um but i was like no 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 let's not i want to talk about the podcast right now it's kind of like my little sanctuary you know i can go there and i can just i haven't you and i are like-minded folk i don't have anybody to push back on anything i say right here this is a good this is a good tunnel for us you know just yell into the tunnel um but so i was just like nah i don't really want to talk about it and like you know like a couple of them were like no tell me i was like i'll i'll show it to you i'll tell you later you know, because I don't care if he listens yeah, to yeah. it. He, he can listen to it. Uh, I just don't want my dad listening to it. Um, so, but then um, one of my stepsister's older sons, one around our age, he was like, just put into Google Tom, my last name, and podcast. And for some reason, <laughs> like episode 37 popped up, and I have no idea. I've never associated my last name with the podcast ever. That might be the episode where you said it, and I had to bleep it out. Yeah, but how did that get picked up into Whoa, Google? Oh, they're watching. <laughs> but, 
So now I don't even know what episode was that. I don't know. Some Grievous Intrigue, I think it was. It was yeah, episode yeah, thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grievous Intrigue. So I um I was just like, oh great, here we go. And so and then my step was like, well, I want to listen to it. And I was like, you do not want to listen to it. Like you, the politics will not be on par with you. Yeah. And I did a good job biting my tongue. I didn't say anything. I heard my dad saying something about, I think, the Kim Potter verdict. Oh, God. He's like, well, if you just want to drove away and like I was like off in the distance and I just kind of turned my head and I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying anything. Wasn't doing it. Um, but I was like, you're not going to like the politics. There's some vulgarity. And I told you. How devastated my dad was when I dropped the old GD. <laughs> Remember that? Like, you honestly would have thought I shot somebody. Yeah. And I, so I was like, I, as soon as I got out of there, I was like, all right, I got to listen to the latest episode. And sure enough, like four minutes in, I'm like, welcome to the goddamn clone cast. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way doing this goddamn thing. And that's what I've been saying all the time. Yeah. I'm just a vulgar person. I'm well, a, goddamn's a good like dual swear word oh yeah you're gonna both go in yeah um but yeah so that was right off the bat so now i'm like thinking like oh, oh you gotta get out of your head oh it is out of my head like my dad couldn't figure it out and i don't think anybody's yeah, gonna sell was, me out i had something similar where my dad was like because he he constantly asked how's the podcast going i'm like oh pretty good pretty yeah. good and he's like cool cool so uh so did you uh like is that like do you have do you have to tune in at a certain time or and I was like well no it's... you should just tell him some like obscure show on like K Fan or something <laughs> like yeah you gotta you gotta tune in at three on K Fan but I told him I was like you know it's like it's like you could just it goes to your smartphone so you can listen whenever you want and he was like yeah but so do you do you have to download something to get it or or is it on Apple or and I was yeah. like well it's 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 off of a feed, so you can get it through Apple Podcasts or it's like Spotify. You go to, you know, you go to Spotify, you can look up a song to listen to. And he was like, I got no, I don't know how to do, I don't know what's, I have no idea what Spotify <laughs> is. And I was like, all right, well, just never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're safe from my dad too. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad, I mean, he's just a Google, I mean, he can type, I think he can figure out how to type podcast and he, he knows he can do a Google search. He's pretty inept. Yeah. Like he couldn't find it on like, on a phone he couldn't find it but he knows that he can google search my name and podcast so i mean episode 37 i haven't listened to that one but he could probably find that and figure it out because it goes to like the anchor yeah, yeah, yeah feed and from there who knows peggy's a little more my stepmom is a little more tech savvy yeah and then i mean if they can find that floodgates are open <laughs> well it's still your sanctuary yeah they don't want to listen they don't gotta listen it is my sanctuary. I just I I would hate it if I got a call and he said something to me about something I said on the podcast. Yeah. Like, that would ruin my fucking day. Why? All you got to say is like you don't got to listen. Yeah, but like when when you have a person who literally believes if I say goddamn, that means like if I don't ask forgiveness, I'm going to hell. Yeah. He literally believes that. Well, he can believe it. Doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, but it actually like it genuinely hurts yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I get it. It genuinely hurts him. Yeah. And that's why I just avoid things with him. Yeah. I just, you know, and so I don't know. Maybe my stepsister's listening. Yeah. If well, the, be the best thing that you can do, worst case scenario, if that does come to pass, the only thing you can do is beat it with love. You can just be honest and be like, listen, I love you. And I appreciate the fact that you're looking out for my 
eternal soul. Uh, but uh, I live a different life than you, and that doesn't mean I love you any less. No, he won't love me any less. No, I just don't no, want to I'm hurt saying, him. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm saying, yeah. like, you saying to him, me saying, God yeah, damn, or living my life doesn't mean I love you any less. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so here's the newest music for the podcast. <laughs> this is now a this is now the foremost Catholic Star Wars podcast. Um, I'm afraid we're gonna have to retire the Holy Trinity and we're gonna have to give him a different name. We're gonna have to retire a lot of things. Yeah, we're gonna have to retire a lot of things. Um, but we are gonna be discussing this episode and how fives reminded me of the Holy Ghost. So um, eat this bread is the new theme. Do you get any other uh Standout gifts? Uh, they just gave me money. Okay. Which is fine with yeah. me. Um, my mom had some cool stuff. I mean, she uh, she got me like this Star Wars. My mom really went all out on the Star Wars yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, She got me like a Star Wars atlas. Oh, cool. It's like a planet atlas. That's it's got, awesome. Like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, and it's got so it's got like maps of various planets. I love the books like that. Oh yeah, it's a big one. You have to check it out before you leave. It's um, a good one. My so my brother does a lot of he works for a, like a guy that owns a bunch of property around St. Paul, so he he actually owns a lot of buildings where antique stores are. Yeah, so small my brother, business tyrant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a serial entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. Um but so my brother does find a lot of like very obscure like weird shit. Sure. So he got me a Star Wars book that Oh. It has a bunch of like weird foldouts and shit. Oh, okay. it's one of those guys, but it's really cool. Hey. So yeah, it's like each page has like pockets, and it has like old posters and shit. Oh, this is interesting stuff. It's got like a uh... holy shit, man! They really marketed the shit out of that fucking. Movie. That's what I'm saying. And like, it's got posters. Dirt from... Bike Magazine has fucking yeah! Darth Vader on the cover. And it's got, like, posters from other countries and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Look at that Rolling Stone cover. (laughs) I know. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's got shit that will fall out on you. So, yeah, that was for my brother. And then Bree's mom is a serial, uh, like, thrift shopper. So she's constantly going to thrift shops and just finding, like, old used shit. Yeah. And she found this little guy for me. <laughs> well, this is lovely. It's a Yoda pumpkin kit. So <laughs> it comes with the paint too. So I think you're supposed to buy a small pumpkin. You're gonna have to bust this out next year. Oh, I definitely am. You buy a small pumpkin, paint it green, and then it has like a plastic Yoda head and yeah. arms that you stick into it. Yeah. Who's the character in uh Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that turns into like the purple ball? Oh, violet something. Yeah, yeah it's like a Yoda violet yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. Only his he still has some neck work that he can do that's cool yeah so those were my i saw someone on the discord talking about like show us like anyone get any good star wars stuff so that was mine i would say say overall successful christmas oh yeah well and you still got oh something why are you getting me things because we're a package duo now i didn't get you anything good i'm glad god damn it man (laughs) oh what is this oh a lovely little uh, decor here is this a for a Christmas tree? Yeah, ornaments. Ooh, so it's a Ventress Yoda and Anakin little mini ornaments. Very cool. And so the it's a two-parter. Uh, second part of that gift comes with a story. 
And it's from our good friend at Cedar Cliff Collectibles. Seriously. Because that's where I picked it up. Oh, really? Yeah. So he had uh, he had two identical ones. So it's three tiny ornaments in there. It's uh-huh. what, Yoda, Anakin, and Ventress? Yeah. They're small. I mean, they're, they're, very they're small. like micro machine size. But he, has, he had a second one that's exactly the same thing. And I opened up that one that I just gave you, and Ventress's arm was broken oh, in no. that one. And then I opened up the second one. And it didn't even have a plastic like protector. It was just like the ornaments were like crumpled up in a paper towel. Yeah. And so I opened that and Yoda was broken in that one. So he let you swap. And so I went up to him and I was like, hey, can I, I noticed there's, or I, I like, I pretended I didn't open them when I brought them up to him. So I was like, hey, can I open these to make sure they're in one piece? Ah. And he was like, oh yeah, for sure. He was like, here, let me, and then he right away was like, oh, sh- Shit, it looks like Ventress is broken here. Um, Did he say Ventress? Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Oh, he knows all of their names. I love Cedar Cliff, guy. He's he's amazing. I, I love the man. <laughs> I don't want to get all Bernie Sanders on you. He, he's like, I want him to be my mentor. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I want him to, uh, I want him to take us on as like his, uh, you know, his, his heirs. Yeah. I want to be oh, the heir and, to Cedar Cliff. And before I even went up to him, like the entire time he was bullshitting with people Christmas shopping. And then like a Pink Floyd song comes on and he's like, ah, comfortably numb. <laughs> <laughs> I think that man lives comfortably numb. He's so great. He's a great guy. But yeah, so he opened up. He's like, ah, shit, Ventress is broken on this one. He was like, let's open up this. And then he opened up the other one. He's like, ah, fuck. This one's, this. look at this shit. And he just pulls out the paper towel and he yeah. was like, ah, shit. Well, before he even opened up that, he looked at the, the one with Ventress and he was like, well, tell you what. He was like. This is listed for this. I'll give it to you for half price. Okay. And I was like, ah, cool. Okay. And he, he was like, let's open up. He was like, tell you what, though. Let me see you. Hold on. I might be able to make you whole. <laughs> and, then, and then he opened the other one, pulled out the broken ones. He was like, here, here you go. We'll just swap these two, which is like what I wanted yeah. to do in the first place. And he was like, and I'll still give you for give it to you oh. for half price. And I was like, oh, thanks. So he like put the non-broken one into that Uh and then like closed it up and set it aside and then he took the broken ones and like put it back in the paper towel and he was like trying to be like all right i'm giving you this one for half price (laughs) and i was like no 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 no! i'll gladly pay full price for the good one the one that's good yeah and he was like oh okay and I and he like grabbed that and he started ringing me up and then he was like so you thought you were gonna get it for half price and then he was like no, yeah. this one is now full price. And then he said, uh, he was, and I was like, yeah, I'll take the full price one. I goes, but, you know, a little super glue will fix those other ones. And he looks at me, he goes, yeah, you know what else will fix them? And he took the package and turned around and threw it in the trash. <laughs> God, he rules. But then I was like, hey, if you're going to throw it away, I'll just take it from you. And he was like, oh, okay. Oh, what's going on here? Look out the window. Is something happening? Is anybody expecting anything? <laughs> oh, God. We got the FedEx pulling up. What did you order now? It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I don't think it's for us. Um, but yeah, oh, you thank some, you. You got some ornaments there? Yeah. Now, these are. this is nifty. Um, I should have put up a fucking tree. I didn't put and up a tree. Here you go. Oh, my gosh. Look oh, at this one guy. One more little guy. I'm going to order you something now. Too bad. You don't got to do any. Oh! But Charles! <laughs> A Kylo Ren brickhead. Yeah. Very exciting. He looks sad. Also from Cedar <laughs> Cliff. Well, he looks sad throughout the entire movie. I know. I just find it funny that even the brickhead looks <laughs> just <Yes>. devastated. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. 
Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, I should have got you something. I was thinking about that. No. And then I just uh, continued to live your life. Yes. You say, yeah, yeah. I don't like getting stuff. I know. I know, but I should have. Oh, you'll get something for your birthday. <laughs> April something. It's just April 1st. I'm just going to give you something. You just buy yourself that Star Destroyer. That'll be my Christmas gift. Well, I told you we could build the cantina yeah. together. We should. I, if I get the Star Destroyer, we should build that together. Yeah. That'd be a fun project. I'm getting further in that Home Alone house, and I may actually get the light kit for it. Because, you know, you can yeah. get light kits. The light Lego kit sets. looks really cool. I saw it on uh, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, okay, so I text you, like, what time do you want to go today? <laughs> and you don't respond. You don't fucking respond. And then I go on TikTok, and you've sent me multiple messages <laughs> since I... And TikTok is only on your phone, so you obviously were on your phone. So I, I have a little speech for you that I want to play. <laughs> and then you can respond. So this is my feelings on your current TikTok obsession. So... out of my mind. Look at you. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. <laughs> You're just taking up space. <laughs> I mean, how could I be with someone like you? <laughs> and respect myself. Okay, so that's, that, that's how I feel. That's my full argument. Yeah. What the hell's going on You're with you in that wrong. app? You're not wrong. Is it that hard for you to just be like, I'll be there around 12? Well, I still I still had to like figure shit out. Like, because I wake up yeah, and I'll just Yeah, because you're sitting on the fucking stuff. TikTok and you're not doing anything. Yeah. You're wasting too much time on there. It's nice. You can turn your brain off. It's nice. Oh, it's the worst, man. I've been anything. trying to not do that. I know. I got to stop. Yeah. Um, and We've I talked about it is crazy how addicting that thing is. It really is. I found some cool Lego guy. And he yeah. had like a whole, he had this huge table and he had like a town that he made. And it's like huge buildings and stuff, but he's also got like a Yoda there and stuff. And he, it's just, I don't know how these people afford this. Like, I mean, I've bought a fair amount of Legos in the yeah. last few months and I'm just like, okay, you probably got to cool it here. Like, what do these people fucking do that they can drop like $800 on these sets like it's nothing? Well, I don't know what his following's like, but I'm assuming if he has a big he's enough not following. Like an, it, I mean... The thing with TikTok is, like, you're not making, I don't know. I, I don't think it's like a, um, like, my friend Lauren, she has probably 100,000. Well, no, I'm saying, like, if you are a someone that concentrates on, like, Legos and you have a big enough following, they like, might send Lego you Lego will just send you sex. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do with the books. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep tweeting Delray Tower. <laughs> so they, they send books to people. And if I say I'm a Star Wars influencer enough, yeah, eventually it'll happen. Hey, and books are a hell of a lot cheaper than Lego sets. Yeah, just give me a fucking book. I'll talk about it for 20 fucking minutes. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Speaking of books, uh, I got a little dandy for you. Yeah. Should we do this? The Sacred Jedi Text. I can go This song anywhere. is actually probably far too happy for what Friends I have. Friends to know here. and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read them, have you? Well, I page turners. They were not. Really say there are going to be spoilers in this. Yeah, review, if you so. don't want spoilers, um, now I don't think these this particular character is not going to be popping up again. Yeah, but yeah, if you do not want spoilers, I would just pull that dial down a little bit because I'm going to be talking about a major character here and some major changes with that character. 
And so, and this, it's definitely a character that I have really become infatuated with. Yes. So yeah. And is this is Dark Disciple canon? Yes, it is. Now this the really cool thing about this, and it's like the the um, okay. So this was written by Katie Lucas initially. The script. Oh yes. Because this was uh, supposed to be produced, and I'm assuming what was season six, but. We all know what happened with season six. Cartoon Network deal expired, blah, blah, blah. Only like half the season really got produced, which we're currently on. It ended up on Netflix. So this was a Clone Wars show story that they were going to tell in like a four-episode arc. But when it, when everything kind of fell apart with that, they gave it to Christy Golden, who's a great author. And she's done a lot of like Warcraft books that I've read. And she's a really good, you know... Really good fantasy offers often get, like, roped into these, like, franchises. So she did Dark Disciples. So she took Katie Lucas's script, turned it into a book. So it is completely canon. Um, if you ever have a fucking fandom menace guy try to be like, well, I was a Disney bullshit canon. It's like, dude, this was Clone Wars yeah. show. Like, there's no argument. Yeah, this yeah. is. And I had a tweet that went, I don't know, for our standards, got a fair amount of attention. Yeah. Um, where I said, like, Asajj Ventress redemption story is the best redemption story, something along those lines in Star Wars. Because, dude, I mean, she comes full circle to this. Um, But, I mean, the gist of it is Quinlan Voss, Count Dooku is a menace. (laughs) Count Dooku is costing a lot of lives, and there's this Ma Ran. It starts with the Ma Ran. Now, we don't know a ton about them as a species. Um, I think it was one that they probably would have introduced in the show if they ever produced these, so we don't really know what they're like, really. Um, I think they're (laughs) cat-like. But... Um, there's some Maoran refugees and Dooku, um, they're being escorted by a Jedi master in the opening prologue and Dooku shows up and the separatists like just off them all. I mean, thousands dead, just gross war crimes, just disgusting. These are harmless refugees. So I think I mentioned it in a previous book corner, um, where we didn't really get into a ton of spoilers, but the Jedi Council takes a dark turn and says, let's just assassinate Dooku. You did make Obi-Wan is like, uh, and Yoda's like, uh, but fucking Mace and like Anakin was there and a few of them was like, yeah, it's good. You know, and like, of course, Kiati Mundi was on board. They're just yeah, kind of like said Anakin stood up pretty much immediately and was like, I'll take it. On. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. I'll do it. Um, but they're like, no, uh, we have to give we're going to give this to Quinlan Voss. So Quinlan Voss gets assigned it now as we know the jedi have been you know not a partnership with ventress but they've run into her a few times where they've helped each other in recent episodes um we had obi-wan with the savage press and darth maul which is a fucking brilliant episode god it was awesome <laughs> sorry <laughs> I catch myself there um and we also had the recent episode where she helped out ahsoka yep um and they still fuck that up but <laughs> Uh, she then helped Anakin find out that it was Barriss Offee that had betrayed the Jedi Order. Yeah. Not Ahsoka. Up until this point, it seems like Asajj just wants to kind of, like, yes. be left alone. And now, you got to remember, one of the sticking points with her helping Ahsoka was Ahsoka was going to get her pardoned for yep. her crimes against the Republic so she could kind of finally stop having to watch over her shoulders. Now, Ahsoka, you never saw what happened with that. Yeah. And it's implied that that never actually happened. Um, they don't specifically mention that in the book. <laughs> I but would love it if 
That was the next scene. Like, Ahsoka walks away dramatically And then you just have, the like, Jedi. a quick 10-second scene. And then, like, like <laughs> a couple blocks away as she's yeah. walking. She's like, oh, damn it. That's yeah. right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyway, so the Jedi are like, she knows Dooku better than anyone, and she has, like, a vendetta. So we're going to have Quinlan get in with her. And Quinlan's, like, deep cover guy. Yeah. He's, like, the 007 <laughs> of fucking Jedi. Um, so they're like, hey. We need you to get in good with Ventress, and you know you're going to get in good with her, and then you guys can go kill Dooku together, basically. And um, long story short, he does end up getting, and they get kind of romantically involved. Um, and but the problem is, they go to Dothamir. Some really cool shit happens on Dothamir, where they go into the old Night Sister fucking areas and all this stuff, and the fallout of the battle that we had. There's just like fucking rotting corpses everywhere and it's just the whole the whole place is a mess but the problem is Ventress is like if you need to if you if you want to defeat Dooku like we have to tap in to something more so she she's kind of come to a point where she can control her dark side rage where she's she uses it but she doesn't let it consume her so kind of like I, you know, it's not a real thing, but the gray Jedi kind yeah, of. Yeah, that, yeah, that gray area where, you you know, the Jedi-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. we've been talking about books a long time. Tap, tapping into both light and dark instead yes. of devoting yourself to one rather yeah. than the and other. Yeah, and the whole mission kind of reeks of it anyways. Yeah. I mean, come on, Mace. Yeah. Like, you're going to off a dude? That is not. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, the problem is, though, like, once they confront Dooku... It, it it goes awry, and he gets captured. Quinlan Voss gets captured. Ventress escapes. But Quinlan Voss um, gives in, becomes a dark side guy. And he, he even has a name. I forget. Fuck, I forget it. But he's like Admiral something. And like he's oh, okay. seen on like hollows with Dooku and stuff, like hollow nets and stuff. And like, who's Dooku's new right-hand man? This and that. And... um. So the Jedi perform a daring mission to rescue him with Ventress. And they do rescue him, and they get him back. Um, and he plays it up that he is good to go. Quinlan's like, no, yeah, I mean, I've been clear of it. I got it out, like, I got it out of my system. And he covers it really well, but Asajj is like, he's not right. Like, yeah. this is not the man I love, blah, blah, blah. But the Jedi are like, we don't sense anything. Like, I think your feelings might be confusing you here. <laughs> How many times have the Jedi just arrogantly been like, you don't, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, we are tapped in when they're completely blind. Yeah. It's a fucking lot. hilarious. Yeah. So um, they end up doing a bunch of, once they start to get comfortable with Quinlan again, they start doing missions with him. And he has, like, inside information about, like, oh, there's a Separatist encampment here. So they go there, and, and they're like, yep, there's supplies here, and we're going to take them, blah, blah, blah. And then the place is about to explode. It, I, everything's like a little bit of a cover. So Quinn's like, oh, I found some bombs. We got to get the hell out of here. But like it was all a ploy to get them to trust him more, I think, when ultimately he really was in with Dooku still. Yeah. So That's, I tried reading the Wikipedia on this a while ago. It, it just yeah. seemed like there were like triple crosses. It's a like lot. I mean, it's a lot of like triple crosses. Quinlan's and... here, then Quinlan's not. Right. Quinlan's here. So when you when you, he's playing it up like he's good and you don't know anything as the reader, I'm like, ah, something's not right. Yeah. You know, but something's not right. Um, so ultimately their big test for him is to complete his original mission, confront Dooku and kill him. Um, so they send him off to do that, and um Obi Wan and Anakin sneak onto the ship 
as well. And Obi-Wan and Anakin are kind of just like over hiding, listening to the conversation. And um, Quinlan defeats Dooku in combat. And then Dooku's like, no, we can together. We can defeat the Emperor. And, and, and Quinlan like, all right, as partners. And right when that happens, Obi-Wan and Anakin pop up a big. They actually take them into custody. <sighs> then they bring him over to a Republic ship and they're going to they take him into custody alive. And Mace is like, yeah, we have to kill them now. We have to execute them. We can't imprison them. <laughs> it's yeah. like they're going to literally execute him and like poor Obi-Wan might have to do it. <laughs> but the thing, it was the most fucking Obi-Wan and Anakin thing ever. So there's two other Jedi there and they're knights. There's a Malran who's like Quinlan's best friend in the order. And I forget the other guy's name. But they're like, they got Cody. We got some Cody. He says brother a couple times. <laughs> but so they escort. There's there, Obi-Wan and Anakin bring them aboard. Dooku and Voss in cuffs aboard the ship. And they're like, all right, we got to go check him at the council. So we're going to leave these two with you. <laughs> bring him to the brig. And it's like, why couldn't you just walk him down to the brig? But sure enough, the Maran, I forget his name. I should, I'm bad with the names. But he gets distracted, like asking Voss, like, what, dude, what the hell? You know, and Cody's like, we should keep walking. And he's like, no, this is fine. We can talk. And <laughs> as he's distracted, like, question him, Quinlan uses the force, pulls a fucking saber like he wasn't ready for it. And next thing you know, Dooku and Voss are out of there. Voss kills his best friend. That's just, uh So he's full dark. Yeah. The thing is, they came there with Ventress. So Voss came there with Ventress. That's how he got on the ship. He escapes with Ventress, but he brings Dooku with him. Oh, so, so then the three of them in an escape. And Ventress together? is like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And he's like, just trust me. Just trust me. And like Ventress is just kind of so head over heels for him that she's like, all right. And it's sad because Ventress is finally trusting somebody fully. And she has not trusted anyone ever. But she's like, she's like, all right, I trust you. And um, they go down to this planet and uh, it's Christophsis, actually. Ah. And so Obi-Wan and Anakin pursue them to Christophsis, and they hide in this big, like, natural structure that's been turned into a separatist building. Uh, the Jedi find it out, and the Republic just bombs the shit out of it. Ventress is really injured, like, severely injured. Dooku's, like, bleeding everywhere. He's just fucked up. Quinlan's all right. But so they're escaping. This is really getting long-winded. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, getting, this is just turning into Tom's book report. <laughs> This is too much. Anyways, long story short, Dooku is about to betray Quinlan. Ventress jumps in the way and gets uh, shocked. So she sacrifices herself for... She sacrifices herself for Quinlan Voss. Um, Obi-Wan and Anakin show up. Quinlan like goes full light side again after the sacrifice, this and that. And he like, realizes the error of her ways. And as she's dying, she's like, don't, don't be this person. You're better than this. Um, so yeah, she full on sacrifices for Quinlan Voss. Dooku ends up escaping because he got a page out to Sidious. <laughs> There's a lot that takes place. This is this is my terrible summation of it all. But anyways, um, and then uh, yeah, so Ventress. Uh, let me give it to her. I mean, I don't know how you do. They're it. dropping like flies. I cannot believe that's canon too. It's canon. She's God. Dead. But yeah, Ventress sacrificed herself for Quinlan Voss. Quinlan, after all this, like literally war crimes and like being Dooku's right hand man and then also deceiving them after the fact, after they came and rescued him and all this shit, they take him back in the order. And I was just sitting there thinking like, 
how fucking sus they were towards Ahsoka. <laughs> how sus they were towards Ahsoka. Uh, it's and just, how they're just like, oh, we took you back once, but it turns out you were lying to us. Let's take them back again. Yeah. And I was just like, they're so dumb. Oh, yeah. Well, and again, it yeah. like, goes back to arrogance. Yes. It's like Ahsoka's like, no, I don't want to come back. Yeah. And they're like, fine, we don't want you back. Exactly. And the second Quinlan's like, I want to be back, they're like, okay, I guess you could come back. Yeah. Um, but Quinlan has like some, a nice kind of like speech. They take her body to Dothmir. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Oh. Obi-Wan and Quinlan take her body to Dothmir. Obi-Wan's been put on like Quinlan duty. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> all right, we trust him again, but you got to fucking hang out with him for a while. Um, and they take him, They take her body back to Dothmir, and they she gets buried in the pools, the yeah, witches yeah. of the mist, yeah. you know, and... Um, and Quinlan gives a really nice speech. It's like sh- they put her body in there, and Obi Wan watches him from a distance. And Obi Wan comes over and is like, "I'm sorry, dude." You know, and uh, he's like, "Do you hear that?" And Obi Wan's like, "What?" He's like, "Just listen." And you hear like voices saying, "Sister, like welcome your home." Oh, and yeah. the last line is like, "At long last, Asaz Ventress has come home." Okay, and that's the book. And I was, dude, I was fucking just. <laughs> I don't know how you do what you do. Dude, I was. It shook me, man. Like, it was a really well-written book. Full redemption for Ventress. Like, it. it's amazing. It was the... So I've read The Revenge of the Sith novelization, Kenobi, and now this. And I think Plagueis, before all these three, yep, was yep, my yep. favorite. I think these are my three favorite. Like, this is the holy trinity of Star Wars. All books. right. Incredible. It was amazing. And also, like, I also tweeted, like, oh, this cl- confirms to me, like, those three books... Obi-Wan is a great friend. Oh, yeah. He was vouching. Like, you know, we saw him with Voss in the one episode, and he's, like, annoyed by him. But, like, you get the inside look into Kenobi's brain with him. He actually really likes him. He's just kind of like, I don't know where Voss comes in, like, canonically, like, yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he dies in canon or not. I would not. assume. But if he does escape... It would be cool to see him That'd pop be a cool up show. in Obi-Wan. I mean, he's still alive. No, in, as Ken- far as, in, in the Kenobi series, yeah. he's like... He absolutely could pop up in I Kenobi. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. Um, and so, like, no, but it really gets Obi-Wan's inner thoughts on Quinlan. And he actually, like, really deeply cares for Quinlan Voss. Yeah. And I found that very interesting because when you get the 20-minute episode, it just seems like Obi-Wan's like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. And, like, he's talking with Cody. He's like, yeah, this fucking guy. And then they just jump everywhere, you know? And they just jump. Oh, my God! <laughs> So it's like chapter four, and I was just like so excited. Like, I think I tweeted about it, but it's like chapter four, and Quinlan gets to the Jedi Temple. He got called back. Disney are going to tell him about the mission, and Obi-Wan greets him. And Quinlan does like a massive jump. <laughs> and I was just like, he does like a somersault towards Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the motherfucker loves to jump. He just loves jumping. I forgot what I saw it in, but there's a because I there's like legends properties. I think Ventress dies in a legends book. Wouldn't shock me. But she dies like in Obi Wan's arms. Really? Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what book it is, but I'll have to try to find that. Yeah. I mean, when when Quinlan kind of goes off, like Ventress reaches out to Obi Wan for help. Okay. Um, and she gets brought to the temple multiple times in this book in front of the council. Mace is not feeling it. Yeah. But Yoda's like chill. He's like, sit. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Asajj Ventress. (laughs) Trust you. You're like, Yoda's cool. Obi-Wan's cool. But like when they get Quinlan and Dooku in custody, and this is just more of me pumping up Obi-Wan. And they're like, yeah, the orders are going to be to execute them. 
Like, Obi-Wan's like, this isn't right. And he, you keep hearing Obi-Wan say to himself, this isn't right. This isn't right. And Obi-Wan, I don't think Obi-Wan would have gone through with it. Yeah. He's a good friend. Yeah. And he vouched for Voss so many times in this. To, you know, and it kind of backfired on him. But, I don't know, man. Obi-Wan well, can Obi, like Obi Wan anything. Obi-Wan's also been, I forget who he says it to, but he's also been lenient towards, like, Ventress, too. Like... Yeah, I think to the council, he's... No, he, I mean, he vouched for her, yes. too, in this book. He's yeah. like, no, uh, I vouched for her. I trust her. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. Obi-Wan is just an all-around good dude. Yeah. He's a great guy. Obi-Wan, like, it ends up being, you know, the downfall, but Obi-Wan sees the good in even the worst people. Yeah. Like, he continued to see the good in Anakin even when the bad was like oozing out of him. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about like loyalty and that sort of thing. Like, I think one character flaw with Obi-Wan is he's too loyal. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked about how being too loyal is actually a really bad thing. Well, just it's not blind a... loyalty. Yeah. And I wouldn't say he has blind loyalty, but he has something like whatever one step down from that is. Yeah, yeah, Obi-Wan yeah. will give you a lot of rope. Yep. And that was his problem with Anakin. He gave him too much rope. Um, that's why it'd be interesting if Qui-Gon lived. I think Qui-Gon would have given Anakin the right amount of rope and was such a free kind of mind that he may have led him in the right direction with his shortcomings. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he died. It is what it is. So, yeah, but that was Dark Disciple. I'd give it a five out of five. It's one of my favorite Star Wars books I've ever read. I was, I had literal emotion rolling through me as they buried Ventress, and I was just, it was... So, the Duchess is gone, and Ventress is gone. Mortis' daughter's been gone for a while. <laughs> so, we have two left. Avar Chris is still alive in the High Republic. I was Thanks just, I was wondering Thanks about that. Thanks, Yeah. She can still take my breath away. And ticking time bomb, <laughs> Tekla is still out there. But uh, that's a ticking time bomb, as yeah. we know, as the card ruined it for me. And I got to tell you, uh, I watched this episode when I was running on the treadmill. And the next one started, and I wasn't about to stop my workout. <laughs> I was like, I got like three minutes left of this run. I'm not going to glean anything from this. I gleaned a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be saying goodbye real soon. <laughs> Tekla is on a planet <laughs> with with Padme and Enbo's watching them. Yep. So I guess I got to enjoy it while it lasts. Things are not looking up. I'm going to be down to one girlfriend. Yeah. But then, so we're wrapping up Clone Wars. I get to in Rebels. The next few yeah, months. I think. Then we're going to Rebels. And I there's bet a you. a whole new set of girlfriends I bet available you for Harrison you. Dula is a girlfriend before the show even starts because. <laughs> Before we watch the show, in my chronological of how I'm doing things, there's that Rebels novel, A New Dawn by John Jackson Miller, yeah, yeah. which I'm going to read before we even watch. And I, I can because chronologically it's yeah, before yeah. Rebels, yep. so I can watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's like the, uh, the you know, they, I've been told that I have a thing for blondes. It's, it's like the cleansing of the blondes now. They're yeah. all dropping like flies. Yeah. Hang in there, Avar. It's although, getting, and it's getting fucking testy in the High Republic right now. Although Avar, she is the ultimate blonde. I mean, she looks like a member of ABBA. No, That's she's like she she's is. a fucking Barbie doll. Yeah, yeah. But 
it's getting testy in the High Republic now too. Um, there's uh, we'll see what happens with Starlight Beacon. That's where she's in the Marshall, that outer rim yep. space station. Uh, it's I think that's going down in the next book. Okay. So let's hope Avar doesn't go down with it. <laughs> and that book comes out in a fucking week. In a week. That's nuts. So no one could happen here. I could lose all of them <laughs> in a fucking week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we get to listener appreciation? Where is she in? Is she like a big enough character where they wouldn't kill her off, though? Or Dude, could they? They killed off. I mean, in uh, Kevin Scott, he killed off. I, well, this is also spoiler territory, but they've killed off characters that you didn't think they were going to kill off. Yeah, 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 Like, right when you get this one character back, <laughs> after everything looked lost with this character, dead in, like, five pages. <laughs> in a horrific manner. So I don't put anything past the authors of The High Republic to kill a character I really care about. Okay. Um, should we do listener appreciation? Yes. All right. Good God. I don't even know where it is right now. I'm fucking flustered. I'm losing them all! It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. That's the build. You're stuck with All me, right, Sky listener, Guy. Appreciation. I don't even have it up right now, but we gotta start with the one, the only. Hello there. The press. The my nightmare. The shadow in the background of the moor. The unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. Where are you? Where is Depressed Kenobi on her on her uh, holiday sabbatical right yeah. now? Where are you? Taking that break. You know, oh, yeah. Definitely it favors the real world, which yeah. I like that. I can appreciate that. Um, somebody who doesn't favor the real world. <laughs> <laughs> The Authorian Historian. Um, that guy made out like a yeah. bandit this Christmas. Yeah, you want to fucking talk collectible corner. Good <laughs> Lord. Apparently, his parents are millionaires or something. Because I thought I got spoiled with the cantina. That motherfucker got the sand crawler. In box. Sealed. In, it looks in, like in mint condition. Yes. It looks nice. It looks like they went to Target and picked it up. Yeah, That's it literally how looks like they looks. found it. There was another one in there. What was the other one that... Uh, let's go on to Twitter and we'll just take a look. I saw that he got the pod racer too. Yeah, let's take a look here. Um, yeah, he got a pod racer. Okay, here, here's his haul. Let's take a look at it. So he got the Razor Crest, which yep. is a newer set. Fucking awesome. A thousand pieces. He's got the... 3,200, 3,300 almost, piece Sandcrawler, which is retired and is a fucking mammoth. He's got an 810-piece pod racer. Is that Savalt? No, it's Anakin's pod racer. I got this little shitty 200-piece yeah. one that looks like crap. Um, He also, wait a second. It's Anakin and Sebulba's pod yes. racers. Yeah. Very cool. So I'm that guessing about retired. 400 pieces yeah. each. So maybe it is actually similar to the one I got, the Anakin portion of it. But then he also has, like, the Mando Battle Pack. Oh, that's a newer one. Yeah, that one's sweet. That's a newer one. And he's got the Landspeeder newer one, too. The Mando Battle Pack, that's uh, when he's on Tatooine. That one, Mando's on a, like, a swoop bike, but he's got a satchel, like, a saddlebag on yeah. the bike that Baby Yoda fits into. Yeah, and I've almost bought that one a few times. I don't love that set. So. Oh, no, I think it looks cool. <laughs> that set sucks, a Thorian historian. <laughs> Enjoy your Razor Crest, nerd. 
No, but uh, God bless the authorian servant. A lovely, nice man, and I'm happy for him. He wished both of us a very heartfelt happy holidays. Yes, he really did, and we love the authorian historian, one of the Holy Trinity. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, slight jealousy, but hey, it's, yeah. I got stuff to work with here. Couldn't have a better fella. He's a great guy. And, of course, another great guy. The president of Norway. Architect of the Nordic model. Wonder what he got for Christmas. That would be ill now. Let us know you'll know. If you're interested in telling us what you got for Christmas, why don't you join up in the Discord? You can throw it in there and we can all take a peek. People have been sharing stuff. It's cool seeing that. It's really sad how many people we've got hooked on Legos at this point. I know. <laughs> they're, they're dropping like flies. Celine. I saw Celine <laughs> upload those. Jules Jules wrote us, and we'll read it. We, were gonna, we saved her email for this episode. Jules wrote us and built the Millennium Falcon with yeah. Bully Win the War. Win the War. <laughs> I was like, I have to save my money, and I ordered the fucking. An individual minifig, yeah. I order that. And he's he's the tallest one in my yep. little, my class picture over there. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. I got the authority to start the pictures up here. Here we go. Uh, Jaylee, you are a bold one, the official artist in the pod. Celine and Perry building away. Building those Legos, <laughs> the Chibata. Probably got the Chibata on one side. And got Legos oh. on the other, and they bring them together. That reminds me, at uh, Bree's oh, oh, no. Christmas dinner last night. Do you have Chibata? She called me upstairs as, like, dinner was getting prepped. And her brother, like, she was like, hey, hey, Adam, come up. Come up. Look at this. Look what Nick brought. And I looked, and I was like, what did he bring? She was like, he stopped by the bakery on the way. And I looked, and I go, oh, Chibata. <laughs> but the best is... Wade was like in the other room and oh, yeah. he heard me say Chibata. And Did he, he like, come in? Huh? Did he come in? <laughs> <laughs> Wade! <laughs> Did you talk Clonecast with him at oh, all? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's exciting. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Wade here in a second. Uh, Jules, the member of the British Empire. Do we ever figure out MBE? Do I got that right? MBE? MBE. Member of the British Empire, right? I think so, yeah. Isn't there another one, though? Oh, there's, there's a, like, yeah, there's plenty. There's like an OBE, that's yeah. Order of the British Empire. They're all like rankings leading up to like a knighthood, and that's the top. Yeah, so what is what is McCartney and Ringo and like Elton John? They're well, knights. Yeah. They've yeah. been knighted. Is Phil Collins a knight? I don't know. If they haven't knighted Phil Collins yet, it ain't worth shit. It ain't worth shit. I'm Phil Collins guy now. Did you hear? Yeah, that's nuts. I know. I used to hate coming from where you used to be. No, I like Phil now. It's good. I even like Easy Lover now. I mean, it's all falling apart. Hi, Ahsoka. Um, all right, and Liv, aka, oh, did I say Jules, the member of the British Empire? Yeah, El Davio. We'll get to Jules' email here in a second. Uh, Liv, aka Darth Clink, and of course, we got this. This is the good stuff. This, I love when I have to tap dance because I can't find where I put fucking things. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Why do I forget where these fucking things are? Here we go. Traveling through hyperspace in like dust and crops, boy. I'm looking everywhere. That would be the one and only Rural Farm Boy, official retweeter of the pod. Alrighty, the four horsemen of the email apocalypse. Noah, Blight, Stephen, Feast or Famine. Stephen, Feast Mode, wants us, he might be starting like a quiz pod or something. And he wants us to guest and he will be the host and we will see who has more Star Wars knowledge. I'm game. I told him we'd be down, so he'll keep us updated on that and we'll certainly keep you all updated on that uh, if that does indeed occur. 
the Elk. Keeping that seat warm for Joshua. The Elk is the new horseman of war. The Archangel. Uh, Depressed Kenobi slayed Joshua in battle. He's died. He's gone. He's dead. Sad. Sad, but hey. That's what the battle's always been about. Yeah. It was It was going to happen sooner or later. I don't know. I bet he's still out there. He's probably just... <laughs> It's like these fucking idiots. Okay, and then Wade Death. Now you you saw Wade yesterday, so I said yes. Wade for last. Yep. The Thorian historian just wrote in the Discord. I got the sand crawler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you saw Wade. Yeah. How's Wade doing? Wade's great. Yeah. He thoroughly enjoys the podcast. He says he's a little behind because he has kids and a family. Yeah. To and attend when you to. go when you go, you know, two hours an episode, it's kind of hard to. Yeah. You know, when you got other commitments, it's kind of hard to get through a whole thing. Yeah. I'm sure if we we're doing 20 minute episodes, it'd be easier to stay up. To but age. he did say he was very happy that he was worried that uh, Ahsoka leaving in the way that she did got spoiled for you the way that other stuff has been spoiled no, it hit for me you. like i knew she was leaving but it hit me like a fucking yeah yeah i didn't I, I thought well that's gonna happen season seven similar to me he was like oh god i hope that didn't get ruined and so he was very happy to hear your reaction to it second best episode oh so second good. best episode man we're just getting great content all the time left now. and right yeah i mean there's not bad shit right now yeah there's nothing yeah like, but the books i'm reading are great I like every Star Wars book, but these were these were special. Yeah. It's very special books. Like getting a new fucking High Republic book next week. If they kill Avar, I might just be catatonic for like a week. <laughs> you might just have to host solo. If I lose them all in the span of like a week, I mean, they're dropping like flies. That's nuts. Um, and of course, Isaac. Let's give him a Elioto. Elioto. <laughs> Um, and we are members of the Pod Once Podcasting Network. We got Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod. Check out the Halo Lorecast that I do with Ty. Uh, from a certain point of skew at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D. Matt, the master of ceremonies. Uh, the Jar Jar Thanks Pod at Jar Jar Thanks. Laura, Michaela, and Jess. Hey, Michaela. Vader's Thoughts at Vader Thinks. And Most Things Kenobi at MTK underscore podcast. Hello. There's a little Kenobi there for you. Alrighty, now I gotta find this again. Man, I've gotten too many fucking buttons. That's the problem. <laughs> Amazing Grace, what is this? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Why does nothing work? Where do they all go? I just had them. Hold on. I'll get it. There we go. <laughs> Alrighty. So, the on-deck circle. Oh. So, I mean, Daryl is no longer on deck. we got to update this. Daryl's not on deck anymore. Daryl already got on base. Oh, yeah. Daryl's on base, so vault them up there. Part of the lineup. Uh, but, of course, we have the Dyad, Sam Porg, and Mo. Mo showing me something on Twitter. Uh, got the Boba Fett Lego uh, mount head. The, the, yeah, helmet. The helmet. Do you think the, Do you think his head's in there, though? No. Ooh, good question. That'd be cool it, if you could put the helmet over a head. over his head. I don't, that's not how the that's not how the uh, I have the uh, scout trooper one. That wasn't the case when Boba Fett picked up his dad's helmet. Yeah, the, you know, and I was like, is his head still in there? And then no, if you watch it very closely, you see the head roll out. They put that in in post. Like, oh, they, they did. put in like okay. a shadow of his head flying the other direction. Yeah. So the dyad really coming in hot, showing me something. We got twin sons. Twin sons always showing something. And of course, down under Brisbane, Zet Jukasa. <laughs> also loves Dark Disciple, by the way. Um, Zet Jukasa is on my level with these books. Zet Jukasa, they uploaded the uh, some Chewbacca with Vegemite on. Oh, they got yeah, Chewbacca. Yep. Yeah. 
Everybody's eating ciabatta these days. Everybody's on the ciabatta train. <laughs> God. You know, I'm a fucking fraud. I don't. I never eat ciabatta. You gotta try it out. It's great. Why do I always say it? I don't. I have no idea. Ciabatta. Twin Suns like pinpointed when it started. I don't even yes. remember the genesis of it though. It was like, just what, me what saying like, ah, ciabatta. Yeah, I just say things. <laughs> I like <laughs> noises. <laughs> do you know what? I'm a so noise guy. Bree stunned me the other day because uh, did she say ciabatta? No, she didn't say oh. ciabatta. But her dad uh, for dinner made prime rib, so he yeah. pulled the roast out and she looked at me. She goes, "Oh, the meat! The <laughs> 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 <Not> fucking meat!" <laughs> I should bring back meat. And then I don't even know what that's Oh, my from. God. Everything's coming back to me. So Bree looked at me and goes, oh, the meat. <laughs> and then later on, Wade looked at me as he was, like, dishing up. And he goes, ah, oh, I got some of that roast beast. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> bring me next time. I'd have a time of my life. Oh, I was delighted. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that's your on deck circle. Um, they got to bat Daryl home here. Yeah. Daryl's on base. Oh, Gotta yeah. Score that run, baby. Uh, we also got the showing me something. Uh, you know, SL the coffee addict. I'm throwing it out there one more time. Show me something on Twitter. Uh, Cold is Zach. Always showing me something. Uh, that guy Garrick. Always showing me something. Look out for the episode of Sarah Pelton's podcast that I'm going to record with her this week on the Revenge of the Sith novelization. Um, also, uh, Reagan uh, Regoba on Twitter sent over a lovely Christmas card. Um, so shout out So nice Yeah it was really great um, So thank you for that um, Yeah like I said in the last episode We're going to have to tidy this up We're going to figure something We got to figure something out Because there's too many of you And I can't shout everybody out at once yeah. It's sad I, wanna, I literally want to yell to everybody I know Shit's hard man They all deserve a, a, a recognition Yeah So yeah we're going to figure something out Maybe I'll just record something Like one of those Um you know, like when you get to the end of a radio commercial and they have like 30 second spot, but the commercial's 20 second, but then they have to get the whole fucking disclaimer yeah. in in 10 seconds. Like, you know, or like a TV. Uh, offer not valid in Minnesota or in North Dakota, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they do that. Or a TV yeah. prescription commercial where yeah. it talks about the side effects. Yeah. Maybe we'll have, to, we'll have to do that and like, you know, clone cast it over may include, you know, <laughs> and then we just. <laughs> it's just like a minute long yeah. thing. That would actually be kind of fun. Maybe we can do different things. We can mix it up. Yeah. I don't know, um, but yeah, if I missed you on showing me something, fuck, I'm sorry. I'm. It's literally, I'm doing it off the top of me. I forget, man. Fuck, I suck! I forgot somebody. I know I did. Should we get to the listener mailbag? Yes. All righty, let's do it. Allow me to introduce myself. Yep, da-da-da! Yep, da-da-da! Never really explained why we have Zelda music. No. I think I just liked it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We well, like you used Zelda. to have the disclaimer at the beginning. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Then I tried it. Oh, that, and then that got uh, cut out as part of my uh, update uh, as attempting to make these shorter to save time. Yeah. Really, the problem isn't the 15 second or 10, <laughs> you know, 10 second versus 15 second segment intros. It's me talking about a book for a half yeah. hour. Yeah. Like, literally just giving you the crib notes of a fucking book. Speaking of Zelda, though, also at Cedar Cliff, I picked up uh, an original Oracle of Ages. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Never played it, so looking forward to that. It's a good one. Um, we did get a... Uh, we should do a Zelda episode sometime. Yeah. That would be a fun bonus thing to do, a Zelda episode. Um, but yes, uh, El Davio Jules wrote in. 
And um, it's titled El Davio MBE. So member of the <laughs> British Empire. I think Jules should be knighted. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Sir Jules. Yeah, we got to get that going. Uh, all right. Hi, guys. It's Jules, the royal subject. <laughs> Checking in with an overdue update. The podcast continues to delight me. And I echo everyone's 100th episode comments in that I think you guys are fantastic. Well, thank you. Uh, You were basically right first time about my views on the royals. I'm not really a fan. I probably share the views of a lot of British people in that I think the queen's all right in some respects. Uh, It says she's been a queen for ages and is now super old and currently not that well. And she should probably have a rest now. Yeah, did they like, isn't she like (laughs) behind closed doors until February? Really? Like, that was in the news. Like, she, like, came out and said, like, all right, well, I'm going to go away until, like, February or something like that. And, like, what is she, a bear? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to re- I'm gonna hibernate for winter. So a lot of people have theorized, like, conspiracy theorists are like, oh, no, she's dead. Like, she's died, and they're trying to figure out what to do. They're, they would... They would love nothing more than to hold one of their big grand funerals. <laughs> so I don't think she's dead. They love that shit. Like... Anytime there's, like, a royal thing, like, for some reason, like, all the world just fetishizes it. They do love their pomp and circumstance. Yeah. I remember uh, Kate and what's-his-face's wedding. Yeah. William? Yeah. Yeah. I was hungover in Vegas, and, like, I didn't go out that night because I was so hungover, and I sat in the hotel room and watched it at, like, 3 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, this is is the low of all lows. It was a beautiful dress. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, there was something that went viral with her recently where she was like playing a piano or something. Yeah, I think so. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they were born. I was born. That's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, trust me. If she died, like they would shout it to the high heavens and they would have like the biggest fucking funeral of all time. Elton John would play a song, you know. Goodbye, England's Rose. That was actually sad, though, because that was Diana. Oh, yeah. And that was a tragedy. There's a lot of conspiracies surrounding that as well. Um, anyways, um, she should probably have a rest now. I think the whole thing won't take too long to fold after she dies anyways. So I'd vote to get rid of the monarchy. So maybe that is it. Maybe they're concerned about the stableness of it all once Her Majesty passes away. Although, who knows if it's true, but I've heard that Charles, the heir to the throne himself, would be like... I've heard rumors, or I've read a couple of things that it's like, Charles might not necessarily want to continue the monarchy really yeah hmm. i think he's the one that's like i th- i'm talking out of my ass i've like read one thing about it but i think <laughs> i think he like has cut off certain extended family has he cut off his brother the pedophile <laughs> no not 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 yet but like certain <laughs> second or fifth cousins who are still considering themselves royal i think charles is like no uh-uh. yeah like, I'm the Duke of Yarbach, or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Archduke of Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think anyone's going to give me that vote. <laughs> what? The Earl of Cleveland. <laughs> uh, the Duke of Olympia. <laughs> Olympia, Washington. Okay. Um, so I'd vote to get rid of the monarchy, but I don't think anyone's going to give me that vote, and I wouldn't accept an MBA. Oh, hey. there we go. Not that anyone's going to try to award me one, but I don't hate the queen. 
I suspect she's been farted at by many heads of state over the years, yes! and she probably finds it hilarious. That's the still. I, I'll say it once. I'll say it every time it even gets remotely brought up. That's the coolest thing a U.S. president has ever done. <laughs> yes, farting on the queen. New Deal, close second. Did you see what happened farting when farting on the queen? You know they do that stupid Santa tracker on NORAD. Yeah, yeah. and they check in with like the White House. Yep. Did you see what happened? No. Uh-uh. The fucking pilot or the fucking radar guy, whoever checked in. Was like, yep, uh, we got him state. We located Sand here, and he's on the phone with Biden and Jill Biden live. Yeah. And they're video recording it. At the end of his call, he goes, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) And the, but, dude, like, so they think they're trolling him, right? Biden is so aloof that he's like, yep, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) 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 Fucking legend. That's the coolest fucking thing. How else would, what better way would there be to respond? When you're so senile, you cannot be trolled. Yeah. That's <laughs> the best. But yeah, he's like, yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I was like, he fucking rules. Like, I don't really agree with like half his politics, but he fucking rules. That was so awesome. Like, fuck you. The best would be if he actually knew. There's no way he fucking knows what it means. No. But the best would be if he knew and he just was like, yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, fuck me. <laughs> yes. No, but it's it's just fucking hilarious because it's just like, dude, he doesn't give a shit. No. He's just there, yeah. man. He doesn't care. Your stupid fucking meme. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> um. Let's see. How do I Discord? I have the app on my phone. Not sure why, but I have no idea to do with it. We have resolved yes, that. Jules yeah. has joined. Uh, for my Lego update, I bought the smaller Millennium Falcon with Bulio Widow War a few months ago, but haven't built it yet. And I've got the advent calendar on the go now. I thought if I needed cheering up, the Falcon would be a good thing to have. But I think I'll probably build it over Christmas, and then I'll be looking to buy another set. Well, if you uh, want suggestions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Book-wise, I'm well set up. I read Light of the Jedi, and I've now got to the Rising Storm. So that's the Cabin Scott novel, and Jules, all I can say is, God bless you. (laughs) Don't. Attachments are a bad thing. Just listen to the Jedi. There's a reason for that. Um, I read the first Bane books, and I've got the other two, and I have the Plagueis book, the Revenge of the Sith novelization, and A New Dawn. Maybe I'll say, maybe Jules wants to do a read-through with me on New Dawn. Yeah. Um, So that is from Jules. So, Jules, we love hearing from you, our, uh, our royal subject. The, the member of the British Empire. Always good to hear from Jules. All righty. Should we do the time warp? Yes. It's a cheap on it, Red. She bought a bread. Oh, that's fun. Also, <laughs> but she bought a bread that was served oh. at Christmas dinner. Uh, rosemary. Mm. It was delicious. Man, there's all these variations of ciabatta bread. Yeah. I feel like we've been the renaissance of ciabatta bread. <laughs> it's really, it's really made. Yeah, I've so never weird. heard much about ciabatta bread until we started saying <laughs> ciabatta bread, and now it's fucking everywhere we turn. Yeah. We're bringing it back. We're trendsetters. Ciabatta. At Delray Books, I am a trendsetter. <laughs> do you want me to set trends with your books? You want to sell more books? You just pass them over to me. That's all you got to do. Okay, so um, season six, episode four, orders. Now, as we've mentioned time and time again, we're going to have to mention every single fucking time we do this this season. They were all released on the same day on Netflix. So what we're doing is we are going through and we're doing time warps for these Star Wars movies. And we have moved on to Return of the Jedi. Uh, And that originally released on May 25th, 1983. One year 
uh, a few days before a sweet baby boy was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the movie from the week before. And then we also have a new song. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do the movie. Okay. There's no fucking way you're getting this. Because I was Ugh. like, what the <laughs> fuck? Now, I will say this. It was definitely like going off of like the sci-fi coattails of like Star Wars okay. and everything that came with it. Like A lot of movies were trying to be made. Is it Buckaroo Banzai? No. Okay. It actually has Ernie Hudson um, from, oh, from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yep. Yes. Winston Zedmore. Uh, I'm just going to say it because I... Okay. Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Oh, boy. I have no fucking clue what it is. But it has Winston Zedmore, so... Okay. Um, is that Space Hunter's colon? Space Hunter colon Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Yeah. I love a movie title with a colon. Yeah. Especially when it's not a sequel. <laughs> I know! It's like, calm down. <laughs> you can just call it Space Hunter. Is there some reason you couldn't just call it Space Hunter? Um, okay, for the song, this song is actually uh, a title track off of a movie. And I looked it up, and it was the third highest grossing movie of 1983. Behind Star Wars, and I forget the other one. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was a super high grossing movie. It's a movie about... Uh, getting jiggy with it. God, that's corny. <laughs> you know, you like dance. You know, staying alive. No, it's got dance in the title. Oh, flash dance. Oh, it's yeah. flash. Got a feeling. Flash All right, so I love that song. That's your number one song in America when Return of the Jedi. Wait, is it Flashdance or Fame where she's a welder? I think that's Flashdance, isn't it? I'm not a Flashdance kind of I do like that song, though. It's a very catchy little number. Um, (laughs) uh, But I forget the the artist's name who sang it. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, sorry. (laughs) I'm sure they're playing Casino Track by (laughs) somewhere. (laughs) Um, All right, so that is your time order for May 25th, 19. 83. Should we get into the episode? Yes! Let's do it. Do it. Yeah. Everybody's eating sheep. But, uh... Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? About nothing and everything all at once. I am one of those. I didn't use that uh, sound effect in a while, and I found that it fit right in perfectly between those breaks. So oh, speaking of it. Cad Bane, too, I, there must have been a new shipping container that reached the shore because. Wait, wait a second. What? I have seen multiple Cad Bane Black series Talk in plenty of comic book shops. So. Talk to me. <laughs> Cad Bane's fucking great. We got a Cad Bane yeah, over there. Is that do. yours or mine? That's mine. Ah. Damn it! I think I overpaid for it, though, so... Well, I might have to go pick one up. Oh, we got a lot of cool toys here. Anyways, okay, so, season four... Why do I keep doing that? Season (laughs) six, episode four, Orders. Now, where we left off, Fives was being transported to Coruscant, um, and Shakti is going with him. Nala Say is also going with him, unfortunately. He wants to speak to the Chancellor. Um... Shakti's starting to buy in that there may be something to what he's struggling with here. Yeah. You know, Shakti's like, maybe there is an issue here. We got to go figure this out. 
I really wish Shakti just went like, let's just fucking go to the temple. Like, I'm putting my foot down even further here, and we're going straight to the temple. Isn't that how the last episode ended? Kind of. I thought Shakti said we're bringing him to the temple. Yeah, and, and then Alice pushed was back like, on no. it. Like, Shakti was like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That's That was my first question was like, why are they bringing... I thought the whole ending of the yeah. last episode was gearing up for the temple. But no, they go to the place where Pelps suggested, which was the Republic... But I think they talked to Pelps after Shakti put her foot down, and they kind of came to that okay. agreement. Remember, I think that was the last clip we had. Um, but they go to this like the place Pelps suggested, this Republic, yeah, Grand Medical Center or something like that. Now, is this the same medical center that Anakin was brought to? So I do, I I'm assuming because the table and room looks very similar. Yeah, and they land outside on this like port. That looks very similar. Now, it's not raining like it was when Anakin no. arrived, and it's not, like, dark out, but I think it's the same I place. Think, I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, and the room is eerily similar. I think even the droids are the same ones. <laughs> even, like, the dro- the whole vibe of this place is dark side Sith shit. Oh, like, yeah. You walk in, and Pelps is in there. With his two red royal guards. Yeah, and it's just, and the droids are, like, painted fully black. Like, they look like Imperial droids. Um, but yeah, so before they get there, though, we have a very courteous clone pilot when they're flying to Coruscant. He's just like, we'll be arriving on Coruscant in 10 minutes. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like a, it's like a military fucking transport, he's but they're like, like he's talking like a commercial pilot. pilot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Dark Horse heroes in this episode. Yes, I was there put there's a lot. Um, a lot of Dark Horse, a lot of good hood. Yes. Much hood. Um, so... Chuck tees up in, like, the cockpit with the courteous clone pilot, and Nala says in the back, and she hits fives. They got fives strapped down. I guess they don't trust him. Yeah. I don't know. But she's got fives, and she shoots him up with something. And he's like, what did you do? You drugged me. And I think it's implied that she's been doing this throughout the flight. Yeah. Because he's kind of in a haze. It's weird. It's really weird. And the things that they use for injections, I made a point to bring the thing I use to do my insulin. Yeah. It kind of looks similar. (laughs) So pull that back. Put that on your stomach. Yeah. Or wherever you want to do your insulin and then push the two buttons on the side and boom. You can put that on a Lego set. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to try it here. We'll we'll get in on the mic. Okay, so I've got it open. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It registered. <laughs> Satisfying click. Yeah, it's a good click. You should do some ASMR with that thing. But yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. So I don't know, though. Um, that's the only shot we see. And I'm not even really sure what it does. I think so. Does it make them just on kilter? Like, I mean, we see him get a little hazy a few times. But My suspicion is that that's the thing that, is kind of making him more aggressive and crazy. Ah. I think he's perfectly fine. Like, they took the chip out. I think he's completely yeah, calm and rational. Yeah, I mean, he was fine. Rational. Like, he held her up, but for good reason. Yes. Um, I think this is the thing that's making him, like, lose his mind. Okay. So it's probably making him really on edge. Like, he still knows what's going on, but he's coming off as a bit of yeah. a... Because they want to yeah. make him seem like he's crazy. Yes. Um, She has... And also... Right next to Five's gurney or whatever that he's on, like, it shows her when she grabs for this thing that she shoots him up with. Like, she has quite the odd medical toolbox there. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, like, literally, like, she went to Home Depot and was like, all right, we need a wrench. <laughs> we need a fucking screwdriver. It's like a mechanics yeah. like, tool cabinet. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on in this toolbox? Um, 
But yeah, so they get uh, they land on Coruscant. I believe it's the same place that Vader was brought to and given all of his fancy gadgets at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And they are greeted by Oda. <laughs> Masameda greets them. Um, as they're bringing fives in, he's just you can tell he's disoriented. He's kind of like talking to himself. So uh, um, and we're going to get a clip here. They go in and Palps greets them in this dark room, probably the same room that they brought it Vader to. Like it. it looks exactly the same. Um, and it's uh, about a two minute clip. It's a little bit longer clip. There's a couple longer clips in this one, but uh, I think it all is important to what we're going to be discussing here. So here we go. Master Shakti, it is good to see you again. I trust you've kept this matter extremely confidential. Of course, Chancellor. Ah, good. So this is the clone who has caused so much alarm? Now you drugged me. She... There, there, soldier. Don't strain Sir. Guards, let him down, please. Now, Trooper, what brings you before me? The chips, Chancellor. Chips? These were removed from both clone troopers. Clone Trooper 5s claims they are the cause of the problem. Those are inhibitor chips, which are placed in clones to make them less aggressive and more compliant to orders. I tried to explain to this clone that they are placed in them for his own good, but he removed his chip nonetheless. Our own good? This thing they put in us malfunctioned in Clone Trooper Tup. I removed his and analyzed it. There were signs of rapid decay. And we're positive this has nothing to do with the virus? No. We still do not know for sure what caused Trooper Tup to kill. We only know that his chip failed, and now this clone has removed his own chip, which makes him a risk to himself and others. I'm not at risk. Sir, they're covering something up. I know it. If it's not them, then it's a Separatist plot. They use this chip against us to make us more violent than less. That's why Tup killed General Tipler. A Separatist plot from before the war even started? That seems unlikely. Don't you agree, Master Shakti? It does, Chancellor. It seems very unlikely. It is absolutely impossible. What we have here is a single malfunction to one clone's inhibitor chip caused by a virus, Separatist plot or not. Perhaps it would be best if Clone Trooper Fives and I discussed this without your presence. Chancellor, I must object. Please, Master Jedi. Trust me. I will not be alone. I have my security here. I want this soldier to feel he is having a fair say in this matter. Alrighty, uh, so thanks for bearing through that long clip, but I just kind of felt like the whole conversation warranted it, so we get an idea of where we're at here. A um, couple so, of things that I noticed too is uh, when Fives, like, just the ultimate soldier, like, he he's kind of out of it when he's strapped in and the bed raises up, and he's like, oh, she drugged me, she drugged me. Yeah. But the second that he realizes it's Palpatine, they, like, animate yes him, like standing at a stands up straight like oh <laughs> sir yeah um now this is the first we lost ian abercrombie who was the yep. previous voice of Palpatine's tim curry i'm still adjusting to this and yes, it I hit me too. hard on this it honestly was like 
I did not love the voice acting from Tim Curry on this scene. No, I didn't either. It felt like he was like um like a teacher talking to a kindergartner. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Like, oh no, no. This and, and I was just like I don't know what it is about Ian Abercrombie's performance, but I just thought it was so I don't know. It I feel like Tim Curry's is just a little too menacing, maybe. It's too Disney 1960s yeah. cartoon villain for me. Yeah. Like Ian Abercrombie's is a little bit more subtle. Like yeah. And I, I think I think his was more true to Ian McDermott as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't, it might grow on me, but where I'm at right now, did not love the voice. I, I didn't like the way he was just talking to fives, like, just like, I don't know. And if I'm shocked either, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? He's fucking weird, man. Like he's talking to this guy, like he's his fucking grandchild or something. Also, they say, (laughs) they say chips in this about 500 times throughout the episode. By the end of it, I really wanted some nachos. Oh. Like, I really wanted some chips. Now, what you should do is you take some ciabatta. Oh, boy. And you, you rip it up. You rip it open. You put some chips on there. Some chips put on some there. nacho cheese on it. You got a ciabatta nacho. <laughs> that might be terrible. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I do like Shakti when she walks in. She's like fucking Pelps is like master Shakti and she doesn't even like say hi to him or anything no. I was just like this fucking rules like Shakti's yeah. like fuck this dude um but yeah so Shakti and everybody leave he's got his fucking shock troopers in there and are we sure is this commander Fox I don't know if Fox is in there but they are like they're the, part the of same crew yeah, yeah they're like the fucking ones that we saw a lot in the Ahsoka arc. yeah Fox pops up later we we see Fox for okay. sure um, so they're out there, Nalase's out there, Shakti's out there, and they close the doors, and they're just kind of waiting. Shakti appears to be meditating, um, and all of a sudden you hear a commotion in there, and Pelps starts yelling for help. Um, Shakti runs in, and you see Fives is just fucking pointing a blaster directly at Palpatine. And Shakti gives him a big old force push, and he runs off, and she begins to chase him. Um, Before that, too, like... You can see on Palpatine's face, he's loving this. The fact that he can, like, tell the Jedi and Shakti, yeah. like, let me talk to him by myself. Like, yeah. he's loving every moment of this. Yep. Um, so Shakti runs off and chases uh, Fives. Fives does, like, kick the crap out of one trooper that tries to stop him <laughs> yeah. as he's running away. Just owns him. Um, but we get... As Shakti runs off, Pelps hands over both chips, the defective one from Tup and also Five's chip to Nalase, and he's like properly dispose of these. And so I don't also like I guess we can talk I will just talk about it now. What does fucking Pelps tell him? Because are those clones in there just that subservient to him that he literally outed the whole fucking thing to Fives? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. And I, I'm assuming we've kind of seen these shock troopers act a certain way mm-hmm. i'm and, assuming and didn't you tell me that there's some stuff where that's written somewhere where they're like the psychopaths of the fucking clones yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah yep yeah yeah they're like the special forces or whatever they're the super aggressive yeah like people that if you need innocence murdered like these are the okay. guys you would go yeah. to just you know it's later in the episode though but fies basically tells anakin and rex to their face like everything yeah like he knows everything yeah he said the chancellor told him so that's what made him go nuts in there yeah and i i just find it funny that like all of these clones these brothers 
would sit there and listen to this and not like it doesn't get discussed at all well, or uh, I guess it's possible they could be under the <clears throat> influence of Palpatine maybe he's like yeah has some dark side spell on him or something yeah but the thing that I was curious about like it's obvious these shock troops are very loyal to Palpatine and they're his like <laughs> secrets they're basically the Gestapo like yes. we see later on but if they are that loyal as everything goes down, that's the part that it's like, what is going on inside of these guys' heads? Yeah. As, like, Tarkin and Palpatine start to, like, do away with clones in order to bring in volunteers. Like, what's going on with them at that point? No clue. Yeah. It's fucking... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... I, that's, like, something in, like, Bad Batch, I think. Maybe. Yeah. We'll get more of that. Um then that's what was so, that's what it, probably my favorite aspect of Bad Batch was just the fallout of everything. Yeah, and just seeing it take place. Yep. I don't know. I mean, where we're at right now. I mean, there's still plenty. They're starting. They had that. What, I forget the fucking planet. They went in and they they saved. Uh, who did they save there? They oh, just saw yeah. him like in um, a fucking sunny day in the, the void. commando. Um, yeah, what was his name? Oh shit, Gregor. Gregor. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we see Gregor in there and. At that place, they're starting to phase out clones, and they're phasing in like the volunteers, volunteers, which I still don't understand. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, kinda... they were using the clones to train them, so like the commandos were training in the next like class of stormtroopers. Yeah, I'm just really curious. Like, I think there's going to be some real grim shit coming up in season two, like fucking grim. Yeah, like disgustingly grim. It would be like uh, the only thing that I could see with this type of thing is if they are if the republic is framing it as you clones have done us a great service so we are bringing in volunteers and letting you like uh like retire like you can take your pension now what do they like, they put them on like a farm somewhere that's what i'm assuming yeah like if that's the only way i could see this being spun like anyway positively where the clones don't like rise up and go nuts yeah it's just a big planetary sausage party, with, <laughs> yeah. and everybody is your twin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's like a planet full of cuts. Yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. That's the best case scenario. I kind of hope that's what it is. Yeah, because otherwise it goes some down some dark roads. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh. Shakti starts chasing him. Um. And they run down like. They're they're in like the the steps of this building. They're at like this really high level of this building, but they're running down the steps. Um, fives. They end up in like the entrance, like lobby. I guess yeah. and it's like a very busy hospital type lobby. And um, fives runs through a bunch of people, he's, like knocking into people he, like, left and right. Down every single person. Yes. And he walks. By. I don't know if he was doing it to slow down Shock T, yeah, or if he was just like fumbling yeah. around. But he does a really nice dive as Shakti's like, close the blast doors. And they close the blast doors. And he does this nice dive, like, perfectly out. And he just escapes. Yep. I was not I was surprised she wasn't like, open the blast doors. She just gave up at him on I that was, point. I was waiting for that because that's a perfect line for them to do that thing that annoys me. Where they just, like, pull a line directly from the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I totally thought that she would have been like, oh, I got to keep going. It would have made logical sense yeah. you'd be like no open them now yep um but yeah this was like a very busy lobby and we got some fucking home run hitters in here <laughs> now 
I found this fucking it was insane to me this ho- this hospital lobby because we're so used to seeing like the same 10 character models used over and over again for the fucking background characters but the fucking medical staff are like unique that we've never seen yeah. before very strange like there's some interesting randos here um Right outside of the blast doors before they close them, there's cart pusher guy. Yep. Do you see cart pusher yep. guy? He's looking good. Um, and we also big shout out to Gurney guy. <laughs> Did you see Gurney guy? <laughs> so like as fives charge bat p- charge pass, there's two like orderlies carrying this guy in a gurney, and he just like he like picks himself up and he like looks over <laughs> and he just sits up and like looks at five. Fucking gurney guy ruled. There was a lot of cool guys. There's here. also a lady that's pushing a cart. And at first, I thought she was like a robot from Ex Machina. Like, you only see her face, and the rest is like silver and white. Oh, yeah. So I assumed she was like a droid that just had a human face. But then yeah. I looked, and it looks like she's like. She's like a surgeon or something that got it, some like. Yeah, she's got it looks like a Speedo cap. It looks on. like Padme that's just like, in like a uh, diving yeah, suit. Yeah, some of the faces kind of look like Padme. Yeah. But like, if you really look around, though, you don't see like rando mandos. You see, like, wholly unique characters that they apparently created just for this scene. There was a guy that, for a, I had to pause it, a guy that kind of looked like Rando Mando. No, but his head's bigger, and he's no. got, like, a pompadour. No, but there's another guy that looks like Rando Mando, except he's black. So <laughs> I thought they were like, well, let's just change the pigment <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Let's mi- let's mix things up with Rando Mando. But after I, like, paused it and looked at his face, I was like, nah. He's nah. got the same build, but Do you know the guy face. I'm talking There's a There's a guy with, like, a blonde, very pompadour, yes. like... Yep. And I was like, is that a rando mando? And when I, I rewound this four or five times. Me too. Because I was just into the fucking background noise here. Yeah. <laughs> it was really great. There's the other guy that had the classic, like, like horseshoe bald spot. Yes. Like, he was looking yeah. good, too. It, I got to tell you, as far as, like, background character action, this was a very rewarding scene. This whole episode gave you a lot to look at in yeah. the background. And it was only, like, ten seconds, but I watched it four times mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh, look at that guy. Look at Gurney guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gurney guy really showing me something. <laughs> this guy, he's on a gurney. He can't even walk, but he's still like, hey, what's going on? And he sits he's up. Like, his arms are at, remain at his side. Yeah. He's just like, huh? He just does a hell of a sit-up. The guy works out. What can you say? Gurney guy. Um, so uh, after this, we get to the Jedi Temple, and we're going to get a Jedi uh, discussion here. Some people are on the hollow. Some people aren't. But they're going to discuss the situation. Shakti hits there. So here we go. I can't believe Fives would try to assassinate the Chancellor. The Kaminoans feel a virus corrupted the clone's inhibitor chip, which has led to this behavior. Arc Trooper Fives feels he is the victim of a plot. Separatist or otherwise. All security and clone forces on Coruscant have been ordered to join the manhunt. The Chancellor has been moved to his Senate quarters, and the perimeter has been secured. However, Jedi involvement has not been requested. That's a little odd, isn't it? (sighs) Discover the truth. We must. If there is a plot involving the clones, we must get to the bottom of it. We will investigate quietly undercover. We must make sure this clone is not killed. I'll handle this investigation. Fives was part of the 501st. If Rex and I find him, he'll trust us. Be wary. Since he removed his inhibitor chip, Fives may no longer be the man you once knew. Okay. Um. <sighs> this is where Anakin starts to get frustrating for me. This entire episode is so frustrating. Like, knowing yeah. Fives and, like... 
how rational and what a good like soldier he is watching him go through this is very frustrating yeah and we'll get to the anakin here a little bit later especially when fives finally does meet up with him and it's just kind of like dude like everything you know and all this weirdness going on here yeah and you just the um <laughs> the other part though that made me laugh when we watched it together we both broke out laughing they're having this, this discussion oh yeah well there's a holograph <laughs> Oh, five's just it's like security spinning. footage. Yeah, it's security footage from the hospital lobby, and he's knocking people over. He's and mid, I he's mid stride. Yeah, and they got a look. The look on his face was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I have no idea what purpose it holds to freeze it here and have it rotating as they stare at it. But it reminded me of I remember when I used to play uh, NFL 2K on Dreamcast. Oh hell yeah! You could like do a replay and freeze it. Yes. and then you could like zoom in and you look could at spin like. Around. Every aspect you can go to like the sidelines and look at the coach with like he's got no appendages. He's just got like (laughs) nubs. (laughs) But yeah, I mean that was yeah, it was exactly like that. Only really high tech looking. Um, I just don't know what purpose it served, and that's why it was so funny to me. Yeah, I guess maybe because it's a clear shot of his face. Yeah, so they're kind of like showing like yeah, he's got this tattoo here. I don't know, but it it was yeah, we both burst out laughing watching. (laughs) Um, so we get down into the course on streets, and this is where Fives has retreated to. Um, now, good sneaking position for Fives because he's directly behind a stout rando mando. <laughs> um, so now that we're out of the hospital, everybody looks like the same 10 people again. It is insane. It because is. Because typically in scenes like this, they do repeat the same character, but the streets aren't that crowded. No, so this isn't see... like the busiest street. But this <clears throat> this scene in particular... They like, I don't know. They made it like like Christmas shopping or something. It yeah. is crazy crowded. Whereas previous oh. ep- previous episodes, it's sparse, so you can kind of like well, I think limit it's the characters. That this isn't like at this is not level thirteen twelve. Like this is the bottom right, floor yeah. of standard Coruscant. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying like there are certain characters that I t- I counted. And in one minute, because this scene starts at uh, minute seven, second 49. Mm-hmm. In one minute, because this scene lasts one minute of just the exterior yeah. in the crowds, there is a, I call him King Togruta. That, oh, the big big guy from... Uh, King Togruta. Yeah. They used that character over 20 times. Shut In up. one minute. I, I just saw him the one time. Him and I kept counting. Okay. And it was the same thing for like Rando Mando. There's a certain protocol droid that I kept seeing yeah. too. And I looked him up. It's a shopkeeper droid. Is that the same one we see at 79s here in a few minutes? Mm, yes. Yeah. The one that's dancing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we'll talk about the yeah, dance. Yeah. <laughs> And the in the same like lime green twilight, you see her like sprinkled in, and even her friend is the same character model, just a different hue. Yes, it's yeah. nuts, and that's fine. It doesn't take me out of the episode or take away from the episode. We're used to this, and it makes sense from an animation standpoint. I just don't understand why the hospital was so unique. Yeah, yeah. Like, why aren't you just using these character models? Why are you building specific character models for a hospital? But that's the thing. It's like, in this, if they just would have made the streets slightly less populated, they could have, like, reduced the amount of repeat characters we'd see. 
It was busy. I wouldn't say it's like New York crowded, though. It's it's busy, though. Busy compared to the street scenes we've seen in the past. Well, compared to just a few episodes ago when Ahsoka's on like the lower, lower yeah. levels. Like, those are just like alleyways. Right. Like, and there's just drunken <laughs> Jogan fruit vendors, you know? Um, so, yeah, um, he's sneaking behind a rando Mando. Good stuff. He sees a air taxi uh, letting out some Twilight women. This air taxi driver is like flirting with the Twilight women that he just dropped <laughs> yeah. off, getting very horny. Um, and the air taxi driver is a Nimbanel, and we've seen them before. They look like thin walruses, I yeah, guess. Yeah, without tusks. Yeah. Did he get his name? Jay Igno. Yeah! <laughs> now, odd to me that when I was looking at the Wikipedia for this article, they have a, he is a named air taxi driver. He's no other appearances. That's the, like I I pulled up the Wikipedia and I started reading it. and I was like, oh, well, this guy, maybe he's been in other episodes and they're just reusing him. Nope. nope. Oh, first and only appearance. But they gave him a name. Yeah. It must mean something like some guys, like some production assistant whose like birthday it was when yeah. it aired yeah. or something. I don't know. But yeah, so Jay Ingo, the horny Nimbanel taxi driver. Um, Fives jumps in the taxi. Fives is not in a good mood. Immediately rude to this poor, horny Nimbanel. Um, he's like, take me to 79s. And he's like, oh, the clone bar. Uh, and he's just like, just shut up and drive. So <laughs> We've all had Uber experiences like that. We're just though. not in the But I've never told somebody to shut up and drive. No. no, I you begrudgingly talk to them. Yeah. Or you fall asleep in the back of their Uber and they yeah. wake you up when you get to your destination. So our next clip is going to be... Uh, now, it's funny to me that Jay Ingno, the Nimbanel horny man, was just told to shut up and drive and then immediately starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Uber driver. You know, it's just like... I When I do Uber or Lyft, like, I have a pretty good vibe on people, and I know when somebody wants to talk and when somebody doesn't want to talk. Jay Igno has no idea. No. He literally was told to shut up, and he continues to talk to the fucking guy. So our next clip is going to be Jay Igno and Five driving, and then they get to 79s, and we meet some rough-looking clones. Oh, Jay Igno's literally in, like, hip-hop. No clones can have fun. There's a lot you don't know about clones. No one knows. Ooh, very mysterious, eh? I like a good mystery. Yeah? You ever hear the one about the people engineered to kill? Engineered to kill their best friends? Their leaders? And they don't even know it? <laughs> I'm a cab driver, pal. I hear stories like that all the time. Fives get dropped off at 79s, doesn't have the fare to pay. <laughs> the other thing, too, is like, why is Fives blabbing the entire plot to this random yeah. cab driver? Especially right after he told him to shut up and drive. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, oh, I, don't think clone, I didn't know clones get have fun. He's like, well, did you know that you're going to get ordered to kill your brothers? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> your leaders. 
The guy must have been like, uh, <laughs> I'm a cab. No, he says, I'm a cab driver. He stuff all the time. <laughs> the cab driver's got to be like, oh, shit. I should have just listened to him and shut up. Yeah, it's one of those guys. Uh, shout out to his music, though. Like, really pounding oh, yeah. that fucking... Uh, what, what that's it's got to be like some sort of Coruscanti hip hop yeah, or something. Yeah. It's very good stuff. Um, but yeah, and now these clones that you heard that at the end there, <laughs> where he's like, where Five's like, oh, sorry, put it on the Republic, bill it know? to the Republic, and they're like, yeah, and they're all shit faced, and they throw bottles at fucking poor. Like, they throw butt. Like, the guy, he's just trying to get paid, man. Yeah. Like, fuck that, man. But um, he does come back with a great line. Yeah, your mother's a droid. <laughs> your mother's a droid. But they look fucking rough. <laughs> These are naval officers. Oh, man. Um, and, like, they look like Kramer when he smokes himself into a catcher's mitt. Yeah. Like, he's all, like, leather face, like... These guys look, they must be like the first batch of clones. One of the dudes, so I think he's the corporal that gives Fives his hat, but he has, they. I think multiple of them have face tattoos, but the one like yeah. looks like Post Malone. Yeah. And he's got tattoos all over his face, but then I like paused it and looked at them. And if you, you look at the tattoo, it just looks like t- someone took a Sharpie and did like a squiggly line like under yeah. each eye. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like anything. No, it's the weirdest fucking look. Yeah. But yeah, they look rough. These are like the roughest looking clones we've ever seen. Yeah. They look weathered <laughs> is the best way to put it. <laughs> look away. Look I'm hideous. hideous. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Fives borrows one of their hats. And the reason he's doing this is because he's got his tattoo that the five. Yeah. So he's got to cover it up. It is awesome that even in Clone Wars, they are showing like military personnel like self-medicating their own ptsd yes <laughs> <laughs> are, yeah yeah um but yeah so they go into this building and uh, this club it's 79s it's like the clone it's club. clone bar yeah i mean there's other people in there um we get some just techno music blaring as soon as you go in a standard nightclub um big shout out to random naval officer dancing with the twilight woman the protocol droid and a babe body yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's also, as soon as they walk in, there's one of those shopkeeper droids that's like flirting with a Twi'lek. Yes. They're like leaning up against a wall. There's so much going on here. We also got a uh, another officer like sidled up at the bar flirting with a babe bot. Yeah. Now, these are the stacked babe bots that I remember we talked about in the when you they're in the Galactic Senate. There was one really in the Galactic Senate that walk, Anakin walks in and is like, well, who's hiding? You yeah. Know? And yep. That's like the most we've seen of them. But they're like. We've also seen them, I think, when R2 went to his car wash. Yeah, and, and then... he was um, pampered. Oh, what's his name? Uh, the Nemoidian guy had, like, two of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, the fuck the Senate spy god off yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah, there was... Yeah. Yeah, they had... They landed on Cato Nemoidia. Yes. With yep. fucking uh, Rush Clovis and Padme. And Anakin was wearing that stupid pilot helmet. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> but, yeah, they had babe bots on Nemoidia. Yeah. Um, but it's funny to me that, like, these Baybots, I don't know, they must have some more functions. Yeah, I'm trying to find... They have a specific name. Um, yeah. <laughs> BD-3000 Luxury Droids. Ooh. <laughs> I know! I know! So what, have they got, like, a fucking fleshlight implanted down we've there? we've been calling them Baybots, and I wanted to look them up, because it's like, they have to have a specific name, but their name sounds worse than actual babe bots. But I, I'm convinced now, now that I've seen, like, 
clones flirting with them that they're sex bots. They have to be, yeah. Like, like why would he be chatting one up yes. if it didn't, you know, I mean, I guess maybe the conversation was enthralling, yeah. uh, but it looked like he was horny with her. Yeah. I guess sex work has been completely normalized in the Star Wars universe. Big <laughs> shout out to that. You yeah. Know? I'm glad they're not judging on that level there. <laughs> right. Coruscant's a good place to be horny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I gotta assume that uh, the luxury bots—they're called. Yeah, luxury pleasure bots. Luxury bots. It's just luxury. I think they have a pleasure function. Yes. Yeah. Um. So uh, Fives is just kind of like looking around, um, and he spots Kicks and Jesse from the old five o first, and he's like, "Oh, Kicks and Jesse." He knows those head tattoos anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> just, we've talked about poor fucking Jesse. If he ever wants a job interview. <laughs> Walks in like, oh, it's filled. It's filled, sir. Um, we found somebody else internally. Um, we're just going to give it to them. Yeah, Jesse's never going to be a bank teller. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's at that bank where they hire felons. <laughs> uh, you know, it's that one you'd see in, like, in the fucking 90s when everything was just whatever. Um, but you'd always see like these weird... On the nightly news, like this, this local community bank is giving felons a second chance. <laughs> There's some guy in there from like a motorcycle gang who literally looks like he's gonna knife you at any second with an eagle creeping up yeah. from his collar. <laughs> That's what it would look like. Um, but yeah, so um, outside the shock troopers show up, so not good. We don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah, as soon as that wrote uh, wrote down, it looks like the Republic Gestapo is here. Yes. Um. So, but inside, Fives noticed that Kix is going into the bathroom, and uh, so he follows him into the bathroom. Now, Kick is Kix before before Fives gets in there is just like admiring himself in the mirror. So it, behind Kicks too on the wall, there's a bunch of like says five oh first, yeah. And there's a giant five oh first. Yeah. I was like, wait, did Kicks go in there and deface yeah. the bathroom? And now he's just admiring himself <laughs> in the mirror after defacing the bathroom. It's funny too because he gets his hands wet and he puts it in his hair. It's like, dude, you you have like the shortest buzz cut <laughs> of all time. What are you like? Are you looking for some moisturizer yeah. or something? Is your scalp dry? Um. But yeah, so Kix is just kind of admiring himself in the bathroom. Um, and then Five still have his little head on, so he doesn't recognize him at first. But Fives walks up, and we're going to get our next little conversation here. So, I guess the Five I didn't first is back on Coruscant. Oh yeah, we just got back from Ringo Vinda. The strangest thing happened out there. Yeah. I know. Fives takes Fives. off his hat, revealing the tattoo. What's going on? They say you tried to assassinate the Chancellor, and that you're infected with that virus that killed Tup. I don't have time to explain right now. All I can tell you is, is that I'm being framed. All of us, even the Jedi, are in grave danger. But w w what can I do, Fives? How can I help? I need to talk to Rex, or, or General Skywalker. Well, they've been tasked with finding you. Just, just turn yourself in. No, no, I'll never get to them. You don't understand what I'm mixed up in. It goes all the way to the top. The highest levels are involved in the conspiracy. I have to talk to General Skywalker and Rex directly. Alone. Well, look, I can contact Rex, but I can't guarantee he'll bring the General. Good, good, good. Thanks, Kicks. I appreciate it. Here. Here are the coordinates. 
Make sure he meets me there. Good. Good luck, Fives. Okay, so that is some fast finger finger work by Fives too. Yeah, he really he punches it into he Jesse's puts in that like code in no time. Yeah, he's he knows exactly where he's going here. Um, now, Kix has interesting hair. Um, do you remember the Minnesota Timberwolves jerseys from the mid '90s, late '90s yeah. that had like the pine trees on them? Yeah, he's got like a Timberwolves pine trees all over his fucking head. But is that his hair? I thought that was a tattoo. Whatever it is, he's he's littered with pine trees from the Timberwolves jersey. I just I assume. Oh yeah, I guess it could be either. But it looks like either he just has yeah. he's bald and has a head tattoo all over his head. Yeah. Or he has a very, very closely buzzed cut head. That's with, what like, I thought it designs was. Designs, yeah. And I thought it. it was like you would go to school in back in the day in elementary school, and like some kid will come in on like Monday after yeah. the weekend, and he'll have like hockey sticks in his hair and like his hockey number. Yeah, and, you know, like, and when you're in third grade, you're you like, that's so yeah. cool. Now the one that everybody got was the train tracks. Remember the train oh, tracks yeah. sideburns, yep. or yeah, and it was just your sideburns were slightly longer as you got higher up your head so it looked like you had train tracks yeah those are cool ones <laughs> but yeah kicks has got something going on with the sideburns i don't know but it looks like to me it looked like the old timberwolves jerseys from the mid 90s late yeah. 90s so i was like oh the trees um so five sneaks out of the bar and he gets right by the um shock troopers that are outside questioning people he hops on a speeder and takes off but there's a probe droid that kind of sees him and just begins following him. Um, so he heads to these lower levels. Uh, he does an amazing job of backing a speeder into like this random spot in between a bunch of freight. Yeah, <laughs> he, says, yeah. he backs. I don't know why he's backing in. <laughs> it drives me nuts whenever I see trucks <laughs> backing, backing into a in spot everywhere. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are people backing in all the I time? I have no idea. I don't get it. It kills me when I'm like in a parking lot and someone stops in front of me to go into a spot and then they'll take the time to back in. Yeah. Because it's like, well, now I have to sit here for five minutes while you do this. I don't get the backing in. Yeah. <laughs> it's to make a quick getaway. I guess. Then just find a spot that you can pull into the other side yeah. if that's your main concern. But yeah, the backing in doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, well, then you don't have to look behind you when you're backing up. And it's like, you're doing that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. If anybody out there is a backer in, let me know. <laughs> Clonecastpod at gmail.com. I'd love to know what the appeal is. Yeah. Because it, it's easier to back out of a spot than it is to back into one. Yeah. It just is. Well, the, like, I get it from the sense that since I've gotten the, the truck, it's a pain in the ass to park because it's so big. But what I'll do is I'll park further back and just do the full pull-through. The full pull-through is the best. Where you can park, and you're still facing out. Yeah. I Parking spots, man, I just don't I don't get it. Yeah. Like, okay, so I love people that will drive around a parking lot for like five minutes looking for a good spot, when it's like, you could have walked in 15 times by now. Oh, yeah. Like, so you walk an extra 50 yards. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. Or like where there's like four spots, and somebody's found one is going to hold, you know, it's just... I, whatever yeah spots man parking <laughs> spots just park somewhere and walk in yeah even when it's cold out i'm like whatever this is convenient i like parking back because i can get out of there quicker yeah it's great those fucking front spots are disgusting yeah horrible 
Um, yeah, so, but for some reason, he parks here, and for some reason, he's, he's abandoned his naval hat. Yeah. He had it on when he left. He must have thrown it out into the Coruscant night. He's also been wearing the same Stormtrooper outfit, like, since he arrived. I would think that he might pull that off and even, like, yeah. run around in his black pajamas. Yeah. Also, why didn't they give him, like, a fresh change of clothes? Did they let him shower or anything after yeah. this whole fiasco on Camino? Anything? Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, he doesn't have his hat on anymore. So the probe droid has followed him down to this lower level and spots the tattoo on his head and sends out the signal. Um, and it's right at this point that you see Palpatine's office. We get a quick scene where the shock troopers with Palpatine are like, we found him level, blah, blah, blah. Um, but before they can arrive, we get Anakin and Rex showing up and they arrive at the coordinates that was, uh, past two kicks. So kicks let them know, and um, Anakin Rex walk in. It's like a cargo bay area, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very. It's not like a very populous level of these lower levels. We've seen it where there's like people that live in these areas, but this is just like it's like an industrial area kind yeah. of, I guess. No, it looks like they're inside of a warehouse. Yeah, it's like a warehouse. Um, but yeah, so Anakin and Rex go in there, and they're just kind of like sneaking around the cargo bay, and they're like, "Fives, where are you? We're here. You want to talk? We want to talk. We're not here to hurt you." Um, fives asks them, you know, he's like in the shadows asking them to put their weapons down. So finally they're like, all right, we'll put our weapons down. He's like, I'm unarmed. So Anakin and Rex plop their weapons down. And like, just as they do that, he drops a ray shield on him. Um, now this ray shield is very similar to the ray shield that we saw in Revenge of the Sith when they're trying to escape. I forget the name of the ship. Malevolence is gone. What's the name of that ship? Oh yeah. Vigilance. I, I don't remember. I can't remember. I should know that. It was an Revenge of Sith. But, um, yeah, so they get a ratio put on. Anakin's extremely mad about this ratio. He, like, yeah. slams, like, no! <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, Fives is, just wants to talk to him. So our next clip is the longest clip of the episode. It's a conversation between Rex, Anakin, and Fives. And it, it is infuriating because Fives, the jig is up. Like, Fives just, like, has solved the whole fucking puzzle. Yeah. Um, but then also the shock troopers show up, and uh, it's about three minutes long. I figured it was worth leaving the whole thing in there. I just need you to listen to me. Please. I'm not really sure we have any other choice. I was framed because I know the truth. The truth about a plot. A massive deception. By who? Well, there's a sinister plot in the works against the Jedi. I have proof of it. I can prove that everything that I know is true beyond a shadow of a doubt. Show me the evidence. The evidence is in here. It's it's in here. It's in all of us. Every clone. What is it? Organic chips built into our genetic code to make us do whatever someone wants. Even kill the Jedi. It's all in here. Let's just get you some help first. Then we can review everything. It'll be okay, Fives. We'll sort this out. Uh, you don't believe me! We're closing in on the target. Everyone get ready. Fives, we are listening to you. We only want to help. How do I know you're not tricking me? How do I know it won't be a trap? The Chancellor will try to kill me! I promise you that! The Chancellor? He's in on it! 
I don't know to what extent, but I know he orchestrated much of this. He told me in the medical bay. He told you? When you tried to assassinate him? You have gone too far, Fives. No, the no. Chancellor is incapable of what you claim. He is! I swear to you, General. You have no idea. Stand down, soldier! Stand down! Get on your knees! No! No, no! Stay back! Don't do it! Don't do it, soldier! Get away from me! He goes for a gun. Get shot through the chest. Fives! 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 Get this race shield off! Oh, now they have a stun option. <laughs> yeah, I shoot down a race shield. Call for help! We need a medic! Briggs. Fives. This. It's. Bigger than any of us. Than anything I could have imagined. Uh, I never meant to. I only wanted to do my duty. Brother. Vice. Stay with me, Vice. Vice! The mission. The nightmares. There. Finally. Okay. Um, very similar line to what Tup had when he passed. Yeah. yeah. So Fives is gone. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a very emotional scene. It is. Um, and right after that, all the troops and Anakin, they all gather around his body. Yeah. Um, and as he's making the speech, even Fox, who just shot him through the chest, mm -hmm. like takes his helmet off and, and looks, looks sad. Yeah, it looks very sad. Uh, you hear Anakin continue to have a raging hard on for the Chancellor throughout that yes, entire it's accusation. It's infuriating. It's nuts. Yeah. Like, as soon as he brings up the Chancellor, Anakin immediately gets defensive. It is like, yeah. the Chancellor's not capable of this. And there goes the one chance. Yeah. You know, the real. this is the best chance. It's too bad that they sent fucking Anakin. Like, I get, like, Anakin knows him, and Anakin has, you know, with Rex. Yep. I get it. But it's just, it's too bad. Yeah. Because, I mean, you send, like, Obi-Wan, and it would have been a completely different yep. story of, like, what and how they would have. Like, does Anakin not even report? I I mean, we get a scene here. It, it sheds a little light on it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know why they're not be like, well, we need to look into this even further. Like, it's, this is not making a, some claims that could potentially track yeah and it's not it's not like a cut and dry thing but they want to treat it as a cut and dry thing yeah. and they just got this bullshit excuse that comes up here in a minute it drives me fucking nuts like and also the fact that he got shot through the chest but then as soon as anakin's like get this ray shield down it's a stun setting is it a stun when they shoot the ray yes shield? when they so the ray shield's controlled from the ceiling and it comes down um, yeah, when the whatever clone shoots it, shoots a fucking stun. Why didn't they stun him? Probably because was, Palpatine yeah. directly ordered, like, he needs to die. Yeah. It must have been that. Which makes Fox even worse, because he takes his helmet off and looks, like, so upset about it. And it's like, were you told to kill him? You could have stunned him. I don't know. I don't think it's a stun. No, because it makes the same blaster noise. Stuns always go, wah, wah. They I make think that it was weird a stun. stun noise. I'm, I'm, a, I'm stunned. I'm team stun. All right, and here he goes. Blue. Okay, it's blue. Cool effect. The fiery circle. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a fucking stun. I think it just looks weird because of how it hits. Maybe it's not a stun. 
Why was I like it, your theory though? Why wasn't it set to stun? But that's though? that was the thing I wrote. And down. I was like, I was telling myself, I was like, well, you know, uh, sometimes tasers don't work. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I've never seen a stun not work. But why? Oh God, it it's it's very frustrating. Like every time that they could use a stun, they don't. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. And then in Bad Batch, we see they use nothing but stuff. The Bad Batch is very courteous to their fellow (laughs) brothers. (laughs) Okay, so they get back to Palpatine's office for the fallout of this entire situation. It's going to be our last clip of the episode. Just more infuriating, just bullshit that he just continues to get away with. This is literally like some adult toying with children. Yeah. It's insane. A tragic situation indeed. About the clone's breakdowns, have we discovered any new evidence? I've had my own personal doctors examine both bodies. It appears Nala Say did miss something in her examination. Another cause? Your doctors found? A parasite. Native to Ringo Vinda. Probably in a canteen of water they both shared. It did cause the inhibitors to decay once the parasite had taken hold. It is very rare. However, just to be cautious, we have prepared an inoculation for every clone trooper in our army. So, I guess it's over then. Yes. We can finally put this whole wretched situation behind us. We must direct our attention back to the war at hand. Each day, we grow closer and closer to victory. Lord Tyrannus, have you received the inhibitor chip that you requested? I have indeed. You have done well, Doctor. Master, the clone in question is now dead, and the Jedi still suspect nothing. Good. Destroy all evidence. When the time comes, no one will be able to stop our plan to execute Order 66. (laughs) All right. So that's your episode. I will say Tim Curry sounds better as Sidious than oh, he does absolutely. Palpatine. That was yeah. much better. Um, it is great that it ends with a reason for us to be skeptical of the COVID vaccine. I love it. Yeah, we'll have every, <laughs> we're going to have all of our clones inoculated. When, when he said that, we both looked at each other and just burst out laughing because, dude, it's dude. The thing with TikTok drives me nuts. Like, one, I think everybody should get vaccinated. I think oh, absolutely, yeah, but. There's like literally like I put up that one video um, where it was, you know, that thing where there was like the covid denier on the phone with some doctor guy. And he's like, would you have sex with a would you have unprotected sex with somebody that, you know, has gonorrhea or syphilis? And I took that. I stitched that and I just put. Yeah, probably because I'm just talking about like the depravities of horniness. Yeah. Well, and you said they're both curable. They're both curable. Right. Yeah. So I'm just talking about the depravities of horniness. Um and the amount of people that come into my comments that are like thinking that that's a commentary on 
COVID. Oh, yeah. Or some sort of like a vaccine commentary yeah. or something. Now, I did tag it like COVID-19 because it was a COVID-19 clip. So I thought I'm trying to figure out the algorithm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the amount of people that couldn't just see that on its face for what it was on both sides of this debate, which shouldn't be a debate, but... The amount of people that like come into my comments that are like, actually, we cured polio with vaccine. And then like another person is like, it's just like you people are so brain dead. Oh, yeah. Well, people are just your entire world is this debate. People are just wanting people to be on their side. So if something could be interpreted a certain way, it gets interpreted that way. Yes. It's they're just looking for it at all times in every aspect of their life. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's a fucking horrible way to live. Yeah. I kind of like the Biden statement that his administration put out where it was just like, oh, yeah. If you're vaccinated, you'll probably be fine this winter. But if you're not, well, you're probably going to die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But at this point, the vaccines have been readily available for people. Yeah. You know, and I just find like, all right, if you don't want to get vaccinated. But that's the thing. It's like I I've. I got the vaccine. I'm getting my booster next week. I want to get that. Mm -hmm. If there's a second booster, I'll get that too. But I'm not a person that thinks I got the vaccine. I am bulletproof. I'm not someone that thinks that the vaccine is some miracle cure for anything that ails you. It's like a flu vaccine. I don't also look at it as like something so nefarious. I don't understand the two camps where like... I'll take it, and it's like, yeah, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Fuck it. I don't care. Just give, yeah. give me the thing. Well, the good news about Omicron so far is, from what I've heard, most reports are that it's milder than Delta. Yes. It's and much so more it seems, contagious, but... Yes, but it seems to be that maybe the virus is mutating to a point where this is what these things do, yeah. and it becomes something that we deal with, but it's not something that's going to shut down the world anymore. Yeah. Um. That being said, it's the same thing with all fucking politics. And it's the thing that I just cannot wrap my head around. Like anytime that someone gets talking about like the Clintons and like when Trump was going up against Hillary, it was like, I understand not liking the Clintons. I completely understand thinking they're corrupt and thinking that they don't deserve the position that they are in. I understand that. Yeah. What I don't understand is the vitriol in thinking that they are like Satan incarnate. Like, and also, that's the thing I do. I cannot wrap my head around. Yes. And then aligning with Donald Trump. Yeah. Who's just like the most absurd character in society. Yeah. It's I, so I strange. It. It's so it. weird. I, I can't wrap my head around enjoying him on any level. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just. It's beyond me. I don't get any sort of appeal from that. Yeah. It's the fucking weirdest thing, man. But yeah, I mean, it's nuts to me that like people will like literally that becomes their personality. Yes. You know? Yeah. That's the craziest part. Yeah. Hey, man, I bit my tongue last night. You know, I was just like, no, not going to get into anything. (laughs) Not going to get into anything. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't, but it is, it was a funny line. Like, yeah, we're inoculating them all. And it's like, oh God. I know. <laughs> oh man. Perfect timing. We need a, we need a four story arc about a clone that doesn't want to get the shot. <laughs> Cause he heard about fives. Yeah. He doesn't want to get the shot. And he's like, well, you got to get it by this date. Otherwise they're going to throw you out. Of, you're going to throw you out and you can't fight with your brothers anymore. <laughs> um, I wonder if this episode created any anti-vaxxers. 
Yeah, I just that one line. If there yeah. was like some fucking Star Wars fan out there, is like a rabid anti-vaxer because of that one Tim Curry line. Yeah, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, just <laughs> went down a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's looking up like, well, uh, vaccine. <laughs> fucking, he's like following only Robert Kennedy on Twitter. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot, by the way. Um, okay, so that is the episode. What does IMDb give this one? IMDb is giving orders in 8.8. That's a good score. That's 8. getting 8. up there. Uh, I think it was a good way to end the arc. Yeah. Um, Anakin was, once again, his infuriating pig-headed self, just not listening to anybody. Drove me a little nuts. Um, I think it was probably the strongest episode. Uh, some of the background characters were certainly a joy. Yeah. So I'm going to give this the highest rating that I've given this arc. I'm going to give it an 8.5. 8.5. I think it was the best episode of the arc. And we got a horny taxi driver. We got fucking gurney guy. Yeah. We got cart pusher guy. We got a lot of cool guys. Yeah. We're matching this round because I went 8.5 as well. There you go. There's a lot to look at. Yeah. And the ending, it was... Very sad, but a very good ending. It, yeah. This is the type of arc, especially the ending, is completely different than the episodes we were getting in season yeah. one. Yes. It it tracks, too. It You know, it, the Jedi are just so frustrating yeah. to watch. Yep. I mean, God, they're so dumb. Like, it just... Dude. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Always look on the light side of life. Yada. Yada. Da, 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 da. Okay. Light side moment of the episode. Uh, for me, it's got to be... Um, it's got to be 79s. I like... 79s? Just the, the shot that they had. Like, the panoramic shot of what Fives was seeing in yeah. there. And just, like, the horniness and the dancing... <laughs> And just like everything going on there was a fucking trip. Like yeah. I thought it was hilarious. That bar was, and even in the bathroom with like the giant graffiti of the five hundred first and the various companies. Like I thought it was funny. So I'm gonna go with seventy nines for my light side moment of the week. Similarly, I wrote uh, just the sheer amount of background characters and action oh, that yeah. goes on throughout the whole episode. Yeah, there's just so there are so many times I had to pause and rewind and look at something in like yeah. the background. Yes. Alrighty. So yeah, it's a it's a vast episode. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Okay, dark side moment of the episode. Um, I guess five's getting shot right through the chest for me. Um, <laughs> and the effect is pretty sweet too. Like yeah. the laser hole you see kind of burn yeah, itself it's, into his chest. It's pretty grim, and his death is pretty grim and sad. Um, very interesting that his line was like the exact same line Tup had, like yeah. the nightmares are over. Yep. It's like, these fucking poor guys. Yeah. Jesus, man. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Five's death for my dark side moment of the episode. What do you got? So related to Five's death, but specifically thinking about poor Rex, who has watched every member of his crew just get decimated. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Yes. And you can tell he, like, really cares for Fives as he's dying in his arms. Yeah, Rex has gotten really close with the 501st. Yeah. Um, Dogma's probably still alive. He might be in prison, but... <laughs> <laughs> there are Let him out! There are a couple more that, like, we'll see, but, like... Yeah. I mean, we still got Kicks. We got Jesse. We got Kicks. We got Jesse. We got uh, Apo. You remember Apo? Oh, that was... Krell's, but he was with Krell, wasn't he? He was. He ends up uh, getting killed by, uh, oh, God, George Lucas's kid in Revenge of the Sith. Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one that holds his rifle up to bail 
and says, "It's." I I'm think it's sorry, time. sir. I think it's time for you to leave. Yeah. Okay. Apple. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's Rex, much like my girlfriends that I'm losing. Rex is losing all his brothers. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the brothers. No I'm, more brothers. No more brothers. <laughs> Rex isn't laughing much these days. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Oh, yeah. you got to get it up. Let's do a standard cheese. Not even going to do it this week. I'm just going to say, all right, Dark Horse Hero of the episode. All right, Dark Horse me, gurney guy. Absolutely gurney guy. (laughs) The fact that he's on a gurney, he doesn't move his arms, and he just does a straight, like, full-powered core sit-up just to watch Fives run away. Yeah. And honorary shout-out to cart pusher guy on the other side of the blast doors. Yeah. I really wish we would have seen if, like, Fives fell into him as he jumped through. Yep. Because they were, they looked to be on a collision course. There were tons of dark horses in that hospital lobby. Yeah, there, a, yeah. there was a dirty diaper droid and like another small like servant droid. They get in knocked there over yeah. and just yeah, like everything's kicking. Like Fives is running into everything. It's very <laughs> yeah. comical. Um, let's just give it to the animators for deciding to fucking animate the shit out of that ten <laughs> yeah. seconds. So yeah, that's my dark horse. The animators for that fucking scene. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Post Malone Corporal. There you like go. The guy yeah. that uh, stands up for his brother. Yeah. And then later on in the bar is like, down the hatch, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just shooting he shots. He seems to like really know how to cut yeah. loose. And shout out to his buddy, uh, Catcher's Mitt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He looks really grizzled. <laughs> yeah. His face is just, oof. <laughs> but yeah, some unique cl- unique characters left and right in here. Big shout out to uh, Taxi Driver, Horny Taxi Driver, Jay Igno. <laughs> Jay Igno. Yeah. Just... <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just wouldn't shut up. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All right. All star of the episode. Um, I'm going to go with fives just because yeah. the poor fucking guy. I mean, nobody's listening to him at this point. He literally like tells Anakin the entire plot and Anakin... <laughs> I'm surprised Fives. Anakin, Anakin might as well put his hands over his ears and went la 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 la. Literally, as soon as he said anything negative about Palpatine, Anakin immediately went from like, "All right, we're here to listen," to like, "Yeah, fuck you." Um, I'm surprised Rex doesn't follow up on this more. Maybe he does coming down the road here, but I I would hope Rex, you know, would would look into this for his brother. Yeah, much like he looked into things for Tup. Yep, like they continue past the torch. Let's yeah. figure this out. So. Uh, but yeah, I got to go to fives. Yep. Uh, I am giving it to kicks. 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 Well, his hair's looking good, but yeah. also just didn't rat out fives. He like did a good. No, he did his thing. He yeah. did good by his brother and yeah. like got a hold of Rex and yeah. Anakin and yeah, good brother. Good brother there. I got to read you a passage from Dark Disciples. <laughs> I'll get it ready for next episode. It's great, brother. All righty. Uh, what do you mean? Naked. My parts are showing. Alright, good hood. Order sixty six. Order me up something hot. Who was looking hot? All right, good hood. Um, 
I am going to give it to... There are so many candidates. This, this is tough. This is really tough, actually. Oh, man. Who is really showing me something here? Man. I'm going to give it to a withered catcher's mitt guy. Just because <laughs> he looks so weird. He looked like they aged him like 20. They were like, all right, your job uh, before we assign you to anybody is just going to be to sit in the sun for a week straight. Like, <laughs> it literally looks like they had him in a tanning booth every day while he cooked. It's like both of them have, like, bags under their yeah. eyes. Yeah! They look horrible. Yeah, they look very tired. They've like been smoking a pack a day for 20 years. Yeah. Like, that's mine. Who do you got? Uh, so, I could have went with so many. Um, those guys in particular, the Ketchersmith yeah. corporals or whatever. Yeah. The other thing I noticed about them, they have the, like, 70s sideburns. Yes! Like, the original yeah. Death Star Troopers. Yeah, they like, are very unique. I thought that was cool. The uh, the shopkeeper droid is also very cool. Yeah, and there's, um, the, there's the guy dancing with yep. the fucking Babe Bot, the fucking protocol droid in the Twi'lek. There's King Togruta, who yeah. also yeah. appears a lot. Yeah. But I'm going with, you barely see him, but... There, there are people called bartender droids, or the oh, droids okay. behind the bar that are serving the drinks. Yeah. If you get a look at them, they're wearing mechanical bow ties. <laughs> <laughs> now, he looks like a medical droid that's been repurposed. Yeah, he That's does. awesome. That guy rules. But look, they're like from the 20s. Look at his fucking, look at the fucking fluorescent shit he's got yeah. going on, too. Oh, he is cool. He's looking hot. Yeah, he's very hot. <laughs> All right. Lots of good. This might be the top episode for good hood. Oh, yeah. There's so much unique hood here. Yeah. Great hood everywhere. Do we have uh, Palpatine? Who are you? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. All right. What do we have for tagline on this one? For orders, we have the popular belief isn't always the correct one. And you said... I think the popular belief is going to be uh, the more that they study this, the more they will just assume that it is a aberration. And then he said the aberration theory will just pick up speed and become the popular belief. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of true. Yeah. All right. What's tagging on the next one? Next episode we have to love is to trust. To trust is to believe. To love is to trust. To trust is to believe. This sounds like Jealous Anakin. Jealous Anakin. We're just going to get Jealous Anakin. And I know... Oh, I know. (laughs) I should have got off the fucking treadmill. Yeah. But um, at least I'll see her again. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of want to... Maybe we'll get two episodes out of her. It's probably an arc. Maybe. I don't know. But I... I have a very strong sense based on what I saw. This is Jealous Anakin. (laughs) So, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just being honest here, I accidentally saw the first few minutes. <laughs> it was either that or close my eyes running. Yeah. Nah, that ain't happening. Okay, so what's the next episode? Uh, next episode is An Old Friend, Season 6, Episode 5. What friend could that be? What friend indeed. He's a really annoying piece of shit. I, I, I will say, the first two minutes I saw with captions on, this is more entertaining than his previous episode. <laughs> It's not hard to top that one. Yeah. Oh, Senate spy. Rough, rough <laughs> moments happening there. 
Okay, do we got anything else that we want to get to here? I don't think they'll just reach out if you want to join the Discord. We've been plugging that a lot. Yeah. Discord's good. Discord's growing. And that's where we will ultimately post the high episodes that we have to record still. Yes. So we'll get around to that soon. All right, Adam, working listeners, reach Send us, us an email. We are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at clonecastpod. Uh, if you could leave us a review anywhere, or Apple rate us. and Spotify now has it too. So if you've been listening to us, Spotify, shoot one over there. That would help us out greatly. Um, yeah, so we will see you next time for an old friend. Until then, may the roast beast be with you. <laughs> meat! Oh, the meat! Let's get some meat! Frazier has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day?